Looking to find collectible figures at low cost with superior customer service? Fanboy Collectibles is one of the largest retailers of high-end collectibles on the east coast of the USA. Carrying a full array of hot toys, enter-based, sideshow collectibles, 3A and all the top manufacturers. The Mexican International package is shipped daily, all fully insured with tracking number and securely packed. Getting it to you as quickly is important, but not as important as your collectibles arriving in pristine condition. Are you looking to pre-order an item to guarantee you don't miss it when it's released? Well, Fanboy Collectibles does that too. If you've got a question about an item, give them a call, shoot them an email, or even leave them a message on their Facebook page. Fanboy Collectibles is available full-time to respond to you and to get your items to you as quickly as possible. Anyone can make a sale. Fanboy Collectibles knows the key to being successful is repeat customers. That comes from doing the right thing by you and making customer services their priority. Fanboy Collectibles. For some it's a hobby, to them it's an obsession. Afternoon, welcome to the latest episode of the Hot Toy Cast, the podcast where you listen and learn wheat rears and find out all things but one six action figure collectibles. Nice high end figures we discuss here in the Hot Toy Cast. And to get this this week, we're actually uh, we're going to kick off with just myself and uh, Jeff at the start of this show. Uh, the others will be joining us later on, but you know, it's very hard. It's summertime, people have got families, people have got kids, and you got to go to the beaches and get your suntans and all that stuff. So, you know, it's kind of uh, it's very hard for us to kind of get together at this particular time of the year. So you will forgive us for the lengthy gaps between episodes. But, you know, we got to have a bit of a life, don't we, besides outside of action figures. I know that's very hard for some of us to comprehend. I know it's very hard for me to comprehend. If I could take my figures to the beach, I probably would. But I think people, look, I think people look at me unfondly. And I I've, I got can't to, I've got to introduce, I've got to interrupt you, because I have done that. I have taken my figures to the beach. If anybody has followed Mike's reviews that I've done over the years, uh, you will see that in the summer, quite often, there are figures that are on the beach. Oh, dear. I've done that. <laughs> and and, and <laughs> how, how, how do Send and Hot Toys, uh, how, 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 how com- good company are they? They're okay, as long as you pick the right figure. As long as you pick the right figure. I, I, I think one of my best ones was I, I took the guy from, um, oh, God, what was the film? Um, uh, or, or Clash of the Titans. And he, he worked really well on the beach. Oh, Perseus. But, um, oh, yeah, Perseus. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perseus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Perseus would rock on the beach. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's been a few, but anyway, sorry to interrupt you there. Lots, but I no, thought... no, not at all, not at all. Lots, lots of dirty stuff. So, I think on this week's uh, podcast, we're going to kick off with just Jeff and myself, and we're going to open up, I think we both have ED209, and that's uh, that's it. Do you want to switch on ED209 first there, Jeff? I will. Hang on, just let me grab him. He's, he's over here. Uh, I just need to flick this little button on. Yeah, there you go. He's, he's ready to rock and roll. Shall I continue? I say, that's my favourite sound. I, I kind of want to get to the bit where he says the line, but it's going to take a while because one of the annoying things about this figure is that you can't just, like, you know, prime him. He no. always goes through them in the right order. Sorry, 20 seconds, not 30, yeah. Oh. But there you go. And, and, and now the... Uh... Was it 30? And I'll continue. Okay. Okay. 
Go for it. You're killing Kenny. I think I'll stop there. I think you'll stop there. You can even hear one of the people in the background going, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think one of the things we have to open up with on that is obviously that one of the things that, you know, your hardcore fans will notice straight away is those are not the original lines of dialogue. No. I can kind of see why they've done it. I, oh, yeah. I think it's wrong. I think they should have used the original dialogue. But obviously the thing is there's a lot of background noise and there's other people in the room shouting. Um, I would imagine it would have been very difficult for them to get hold of uh, a layered recording and, and touch out, you know, uh, on, on a kind of an audio level, just the lines of dialogue that Ed, Ed you delivers. You thought, though, with a Blu-ray remaster, yeah, that yeah. all the levels and all the layers or the, the whole sound file would have been there, but I yeah. mean, who, who knows how things would have been recorded back then? I, I mean, because it's yeah. like, well, the RoboCop from Enterbase got the proper voice chips, but yeah. maybe... Maybe those, if you did listen to the movie, maybe there wasn't much going on in the background in the movie. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, didn't, I didn't pick that up, so I don't know. But the um, thing is, I think to anybody who knows the film, you, you hear it and you instantly think, that's just not right. That's just not the right voice. Um, so on that level, you know, it's, it's a, bit of a bit of a thumbs down on the voice. Um, but at the same time, I don't, know, I don't know about you, will I be using it that often? Nah. It's, I good, think it's good for the when the folks come around. You yeah. literally can just switch them on. As soon as you hit the switch, he, his yeah. sounds come on. So that's good. So yeah. it's nice for like when folks come. No, look, he makes sounds, and you Absolutely. do remote control. That's kind of pimp using a remote control. But the, the the functionality of the remote control. You you once you hit it, there's no skipping through the sound beats. You've got to go all the way through the whole yeah. sound beats to circle it back around again. You got to through the whole walkie-talkie about him thirty seconds and counting down and all that stuff. Exactly. I yeah. would just sooner have different buttons. I when I first saw it, and I thought all the but I'll talk, all the letters. The remote control is like the RoboCop logo. Yeah. And I thought each of the letters would be a little function that you could get the different sound chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was very disappointed when I saw it because. On the Enter Bay RoboCop, which we'll be reviewing later in this episode, yeah. uh, you have individual buttons, and we'll yeah. get into that. And I'll 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 do a recording of that, and folks can see what that's like. But um, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not sure why we couldn't have had a slightly more ambitious remote control, given Enter Bay have have done one, and and we usually consider Hot Toys to be a slightly slightly higher caliber than Enter Bay. At, le- at least on, a lot on these fronts, but not on the yeah. remote control. But what's interesting, though, is, Jeff, that you have both the old and the new. I do, indeed. I have them both right in front of me. Ah, well, um, well, so uh, the, let's, yeah, let, the, let's have it then. Let's have the, the differences. Yeah, well, the original Ed um, was one of the first figures I picked up from Optos. I mean, I, I got, uh, I, you know, I've been there the long haul, so I've got, like, all the early uh, Terminator figures they did and, and the, the original Ed turn on. Funny enough, when I ordered the original Ed turn on, I didn't order Robocop, which might sound like a, you know, a completely yeah. crazy thing to do. And in retrospect, it was, because as soon as Ed arrived, I had to order Robocop. But the funny thing is, to me, Ed was more important than Robocop, because I just loved the design of Ed. I've got this thing about robots in general, and, mm-hmm. and he just looked like, you know, if you were going to design a robot that was going to be this kind of peace enforcement kind of gun platform that's going to be roaming the streets of Detroit, he looked like the kind of thing that I could imagine actually happening. Whereas Robocop was obviously a bit more of a leap of faith. He was the main character, so once I had him, I had, I had to get that as well. But going backwards, now looking at the two figures side by side, yeah. and the, the, I mean, a lot of people must have thought, right, I've got the original head, do I need the new one? Apart from the whole problem of the rotting dome, which 
I would imagine most people have got them. Is yours rotting? Is yours going? Oh yes, yes. Oh yes, really? Yes, yes. It's oh, because you did have those, you did have yours out on display for a mine. Few years. Mine isn't even behind glass. He's just on a cabinet in my dining room, and he's become part of the family. Even when the new ad arrived, and I showed it to my wife, and she was like, "Oh, you know, that's really cool. It's you know, it's much. It's, the detail's incredible." But she said, "Does that mean poor old Ed version one's going to be like ah. relegated to a box?" And I was like. No, we can't do that. He's he has become part of the family. You know, when we have people around for dinner and they see him, so they're like, you know, there's either the geeks who go, "Oh my god, it said two and nine, or people just look at it suspiciously and think, "What the hell is that that this guy's got in the corner?" But no, he's been there the wrong haul, so he's he's going to be staying out, and um, I might book him the other end of the cabinet with the new one. Cool, that's um, cool. Yeah, but I did ask Hot Toys about the whole dome issue. Yes. Um, and obviously it was a bit of an oversight, the original one, because, you know, most people's have over the course of time perished. Uh, and I was assured the new one is, is, a, is a different material. It's more of a kind of vinyl mix. Um, and I was told that as long as you keep it out of direct sunlight, it should have, uh, you know, a, a pretty good lifespan. When they say pretty good, I don't know. Do they mean indefinite? That's what everybody hopes. Um, but I guess they for, can't say for life, really. They can't no, that's just it. But for me, I, I just wonder why they even went the rubber route again. I mean, why not just make it solid? Because, you know, once you've got the paint effect on it, it, it could have just been solid plastic. But Or even speaker material. Let's face it, that's what it looks like. I think they wanted to maybe just to give it that extra feel. I think yeah. it's about the feeling of it and how it feels. Because, you know, he, that the dome is, is notably different in touch and the feel. Yeah, yeah. Than the rest of it. It, ha it has a softness to it that... That is great. Oddly enough, when I watched, um, we watched Rob. Obviously, when I get a hot toy, I tend to like get the movie out on Blu-ray. Yeah. And watch RoboCop, and I, it was my first time seeing RoboCop on Blu-ray, and it's like, oh, it's so awesome. The new movie yeah. is not. The old one is where it's at. And I, at least that's my opinion. Anyway. And yeah. uh, it, it just, just, just having ED two hundred nine alongside you watching the movie was absolutely great. But you watch the makings then, and you see the the evolution of ED two hundred nine, and it's like. They were right up to the wire on that. Like, yeah. Verhoeven had not even seen the final design, but when he saw a design, there, were, there was like eyes on it, and it was a bit more like your your standard mech. Yeah. And, and he said, "No, lose the eyes," because and that was like a simple one of these simple stroke of geniuses. These yeah. lovely little bits of serendipity that you hear with older movies. And I'm sure it happens in new movies too, like James Cameron being the one to suggest. The to stand Winston's about doing mandibles. Yeah, and yeah. This is like Paul Horvath saying, no, no, lose the eyes, lose the eyes. We want it all black so it looks like a speaker. And, yeah. it, and it, you'd think it sound would be a daft, but sure enough, it, it really worked. And those dudes rolled up the model of ED-209 without the director seeing it, and they just went straight to filming the shot. And that just goes to show you, like, well, it's just one of those, sometimes haphazardness generate some amazing absolutely results. you know uh, i mean like any any creative kind of like medium you know people are generally working right up to the to the to the 11th hour to make sure that you know whatever they're designing looks as good as possible and there's always going to be tweaks i think part of the reason i ordered back in the day when i got ed before i got robocop was because I, i've always loved that fact that it looks like a robot it hasn't been given any person any features and in that respect it's almost like the robot equivalent of geiger's alien Yes, yes. Giga's Alien didn't have eyes. It was, oh, sorry, Giga's Alien. Because it yeah. was kind of like, um, uh, originally that the skull was going to be much more kind of predominant on the alien. And then yeah. they put this hood over the top. And it kind of, that just made it so much more sinister because you didn't know where it was looking, if it was even looking. Did it have eyes? And it's the same thing with Ed. He's, he's just covered in sensors. This is like a, uh, you know, a, a mobile gun platform that's just basically programmed to, uh, to keep the peace. And I just love that whole design ethos about him. Yeah, moment of silence there for Hitchhiker. Sorry?
moment of silence there for HR guy. Oh, I th- oh yeah, of course, absolutely, yeah. He is, may, he, uh, may he rest in peace. And what a, yes, what sadly a, left what us. A cra- what a crazy and wonderful legacy he left behind for us. Eh? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I remember studying him in college and things like that. It's just like you know, it's one of those necessary art books, those Tashin art books. Oh right? yeah, <laughs> awesome. yeah. Oh, that, I think you know when I was when I way back when I was at college, he uh, even you know at school he was one of the guys. He, I think like so many people are hugely influenced. Oh yeah, and everyone tried to mimic his thingies. Yeah, like yeah, and, yeah. He kind of pretty much invented the whole kind of biomechanics kind of thing. And he did, and I think, I think you make a very great point there about e, about Ed Ed and I sharing that re, that reason why he works so well is the same reason that the Alien works so well. Yeah, and it's it's great because it's like you know modern movies they they overthink things, they overcomplicate things. Let's make it more complicated. That will make it more interesting. No, yeah. simplicity does work best. I look at Robocop's design, and I and I still think it looks believable. I yeah. still think. You watch RoboCop and you're not... It still looks like a robot. It doesn't look like a dude in a suit. Yeah, it, less I'm, is I'm more. St- I'm still sold by, by it, you know what I mean? And I just saw the recent, uh, the, the recent updated uh, reboot RoboCop. Yeah. And there was a few things that it did have going for it. And I have to admit, I did like the updated uh, RoboCop design. I didn't really take care much for the ED-209 update, though. I thought that was no. like, obvious. I was like, yeah, that's kind of obvious. It's a bit slick. It's just a bit slick. It's just yeah. It's very, very, you know, very now. And I think in about ten yeah. years' time, that might look a bit dated. Whereas I, I don't think ED two hundred nine looks dated. He still looks like a very functional, made by a corporation, absolutely thingy and stuff. And but, I, I think one of the things as well with uh, with with Robocop was that you know in a believable world, if this thing's meant to be an armor, you know, there would be a some kind of shield that covers any of the flesh area, so the mouth would be covered in case he got bullet in the head um, but I think one of the most unforgivable things about the new Robocop was giving him the flesh hand because it's kind of like well hang on you know if this guy's in a combat situation that thing's going to get mushed yeah. <laughs> in seconds yeah. you know it's kind of like why Why? I think they were just trying to hint more at his, uh, his, his kind of like humanity or what's left of the man there uh, was some the, thinking behind it there was definitely some yeah. thinking but I don't think it was as good as thinking no, I don't think it was the right kind of thinking I just think you y- y- the, the idea, you know, things like that worked back then because it was it was a time when they when they were back then, and, and it was just it was it was razor sharp in its kind of yeah, you know, it's 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 kind of a condes- or what's the word? Well, the thing the thing about Paul Verhoeven, derision of uh, yeah. capitalism, you know, yeah, the thing about Paul Verhoeven in general was that he was kind of very kind of like uh, on the ball, uh, kind of holding a mirror up to America, North America, and kind of say, and he did it with Starship Troopers to it to a. Yeah a greater or lesser degree as well and as much as it's all about you know we are what we are but this is what we might become if we're not very careful yeah. and um and a lot there's a lot of comedy in his films you know he he does have his tongue you know planted firmly in his cheek a lot of the time uh, there there is still a serious message in there you know and it is that whole kind of like uh, you know if we give too much power to the watchmen then the watchmen are going to be the people who are kind of like controlling us and uh and we need. Uh, we're getting too political. We're supposed to be talking about toys. Yeah, here. yeah. Let's go. About, <laughs> let's go about, let, 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 let's talk about the articulation of needed tuna. How does the Because arti- the articulation on this bad boy is something else. I mean, oh, whoa! Disgusting. Everything that you want to move does move. And there's things like really that moves. I didn't yeah. think that should move. Why does that move? It moves anyway. You oh, know, there's like this little spring on the back of his legs. There's like these spring-loaded things that are just like okay, that moves. And he's got the little. 
the things that slap that holds his leg in place. You can yeah, elevate yeah. his legs right up to the top, elevate them right down. Yeah. You can you can do the, the feet. You can even make the him crawl down the stairs. Yeah. The, his little his little stumbly thing. That he does. You can you can do that pose. I did it off one of my books. Actually, if you look at your screens now, uh, listeners, you'll actually see that picture I'm talking about. If you actually look at your devices, be it your iPad, your iPhone, or even your computer, you should be seeing some screens and pictures of what we're talking about right now. I mean, it's it's looking at the original. I mean, I loved it when it came out. You know, nobody had done a you know a one six guy two and one at that point, and this was just a thing of beauty to me. Um, and it still is in a lot of ways. But th- this this new one just is you know a, a quantum leap forward compared to that. Um, its presence, the way, you know, the detailing and everything, it's just so much crisper and more finely attuned. Um, everything that moved on the original one moves on this one, but so much more. I mean, there was only, I mean, the legs only moved in about sort of four places in the original. At the hip, they kind of swiveled. Uh, where, the, where the pistons joined the knee, it kind of it could turn. Uh, and where the, where the heel kind of moved, moved the foot, there was a kind of a, a degree of motion on the on a ball joint. But on the new one, all, as you're saying, all the toes move independently, and there's a really good degree of movement there. So you know, regardless of where you put the legs, you know, you can get the feet flat, or or even kind of perch them up in a kind of semi walking position with the toes kind of curled. Um, and obviously, you're saying that the area where the pistons join the knee, that all kind of moves. The pistons actually move independently, and they actually go in and out. Uh, where the where the where the hip joint meets the body, uh, not only does it clip in like the old one, but there's also uh, a degree of movement on the hips that can kind of um, get, kind of move on a ball joint as well. Um, so, and the other thing that I love, and like you just mentioned, is the fact that you see it briefly in the film, like when he's kind of activated, there are these kind of like uh, gripper rods on the on the sides of yeah, the yeah, yeah. the uh, of, of the pistons, and they kind of open up so that he can extend and lift himself up on the. Uh, on those kind of girders that are at the back. Yeah. We never see him raise himself to full height, but he always, when he's moving around, they always kind of raise just a little bit. Yeah. And again, it's that whole kind of, you know, mobile gun platform thing in a, in a riot situation. He could lift himself right up really high yeah. um, and just devastate a crowd if that's what was needed. Um, so, you know, if you were to stand this thing next to somebody like the Ironmonger, when he's in his rest position, he's a bit smaller, but you can, you can raise everything right up so that he could really dominate uh, a situation. Um, and then obviously the arms, um, we have those kind of ball jointed arms, but again... They're great, they've got the little rubbery things that really allow yeah. for a lot of flexibility there, don't they? Yeah, and where they join, uh, originally they would just flip in, but now we have like a swivel motion on, on the kind of the shoulders. So again, they can move around, uh, much better ratcheted movement on the, on the actual elbow. Uh, and then we've got that lovely detailing on the fact that the, the rocket launcher can kind of flip out. And, yes. and, the, and, the, and as you kind of move out, the sight moves forward. Um, so yeah, I mean, all in all, uh, from an articulation angle, this is about as close as I think we're ever going to get to, like you know, the Phil Tippett kind of uh, stop motion. Well, I'm surprised that yeah. I, I'm tempt- I want to do a Vine, a Vine yeah. animation. I did a Vine animation of my Terminator. I, did, I want to do a Vine animation of DD2, and I'd have him chasing me. But that's very ambitious, very <laughs> time-consuming. But I'd love to give it a go because he's he's fully there, isn't he? Yeah, it's like it's it's yeah. fully. You, I will say one warning to folks: though when you are uh, rotating his head, be careful to move the legs slightly down because the bottom of the hinges on his arms can can rub against the uh, the thingy yeah. there. And, and just mark it ever so slightly, not much, but just make just always just lower the legs, um, lower the legs on the um, the body a little bit when you're rotating the head. So that's just a little warning there for people. But yeah. it's like you could like he comes with the little rockets. Oh, and he comes with a battle damaged arm. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, I mean, again, when the original came out all those years ago... You gave it two were, versions? There were, there were two versions. There was the Battle Damaged, which, if, if that was the only one I had, I'd be, I'd be sorely peed yeah. off. Yeah, 
because you know you don't want to see him battle damage all the time, flailing around on his back like a dead chicken. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you you want him to be in full battle mode. But the fact that they've included this one just as an extra, I think, is a, is a really nice addition. I mean, obviously, it means for your hardcore fans, if you want to display two ways, and you have to buy two figures. But at least you've got the option rather than having to buy two figures. Yeah, I had mine display for battle damage for a week, then I plugged yeah. it out, plugged it back in yeah. again. I tend to because he's too big to fit in detolfs. You cannot fit ED2 and 9 in detolfs, so I've put him up on top of the detolf, and it fits nice. And what I've started to do is little t- hit friendly aim and tip here again. I've taken like you know the way you get when you get your um your brown shippers and you you pull out the box. It's got a lovely plastic uh, coating, uh, plastic clear plastic bag on the box. Take that off, cut up one side, and just literally just make a little tent and put it on top of your detolf. And I just do that, and I just keep it, keep that on top of the edit because you can still see them. It's totally yeah. fine, but I just keep that just to keep the dust away during the yeah. week, and then I just take it off at the weekends. Yeah. You see, so I mean, you you don't have your if if you're the kind of person that switches on your lights and your detolf like on the weekends or maybe when you're expecting visitors or something, I do that. I, whenever I switch on the lights, my detolf, I also take the plastic off my ED209 and indeed my gantry, my sit-up gantry, which also yeah. doesn't fit on inside the detolf. But um, it's I, I I you know as 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 someone who has been ingrained at Robocop from a very young age. I mean, my, 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 you know, I, I saw it when it first came out on VHS. Sadly, I wasn't allowed to go see it in the cinema because that was a proper 18s movie, and you know, only your older, older siblings could could tend to go to that. But my old man got it out in the video anyway. He, well, he's a cop, so you know, he would. <laughs> and we got out, and it was it just it just rocked my socks off that movie. And ED 209 is it's so iconic. He's just there. You just sit there and you just look at him. It's like, oh, look, he's really real. And it's just, just little, there's brush strokes, there's little scrapes, there's little imperfections, there's little oil drips coming from each of the little, like, uh, the screws and things. There's just a lot of love gone into the CD-209. He's absolutely awesome. Yeah, the sound feature is, yeah, there's 50. There's good, there's pluses and minuses. I'd sooner have a sound feature. You know, because why not? Can I just say one one thing that did kind of bug me about the sound feature um, is that, uh, well, apart from the obvious that we've already discussed, is that you know you get this lovely little remote control unit, which is a real bonus. And I think uh, I think Mike mentioned in his review that you know this would be a really cool thing to include with anything with a light up feature. You know, because for the future, you know, rather than having to go around and flick individual switches on, if you could just have a remote to turn them on, that is great. Oh. But at the same time, I, I'm slightly intrigued as to why. Ed doesn't actually have a, a button anywhere on his physicality, on part of the body, to use as well. Because if you lose this Robocop uh, remote control, you're buggered. That's it, game over. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you'd have to. Unless you're doing some. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I, you know, I mean how would you lose this? I suppose. I, don't, I don't know, but, uh, you know, I, I, I live in a house with two kids. True, right, okay. Uh, and things life. have a habit of going walkie sometimes. You know, I've also got a dog. You know, things oh, happen. Okay. Oh, okay. All it yeah. takes is, a, you know, a, 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 you know, you drop it somewhere and before you know it, you found it in a corner chewed up by a, by, by your dog. And it's kind of like, well, it, you know, it's fine. You know, you, um, you know, maybe you can get a replacement. I don't know. But at the same time, I just think it would have been a, a really simple thing just to have included a button somewhere, just a, a simple push. Because there's enough detail on this thing to disguise it. Um, just about a simple push button that you could have uh, you could have activated it that way as well. Uh, you know, it's a. It, I got to tell you, it's a it's a mighty sweet figure. Uh, if you compare it, oh, you know, I compared it to Jeff's review that he did of the old uh, Ed Two Hundred Nine. Yep. Um, and when you look at those photos and compare it to this new one, you really can tell how far Hot Toys has come over the last five or six years. You know, it's really, it's really impressive to see the sculpting and the paint, and and just how much more realistic. Uh, this one is than the last one. Um, if you, you know, I, I kind of figure if you if you were wondering if you needed this one, yeah, I really think if you're if you if you're wondering about an upgrade, it really is an upgrade. Now it still has that same rubbery cover, 
Um, you know, and I'm a little worried about that. I'm sure you guys are too. A little concerned about whether that cover is going to last over time. The, we know the old one didn't. Uh, but let's hope that Hot Toys has learned their lesson and is using a material now that it's going to be a little more likely to survive over time. I will say that my big disappointment here, uh, you know, the paint was fantastic. Uh, I'm really impressed with the articulation. Um, it's It still astounds me how they can manage to engineer a figure that anybody else would just say, hey, you know, it's a complicated robot. I can't really put many joints in. The sculpt won't let me, blah, blah, blah. And they find a way to make it far more poseable than you had ever expected it to be so you know it's not it's not going to be as poseable as like a standard figure but it's still really impressive how much articulation they got into it <laughs> uh, but i will say you know the big problem here is the sound i think everybody's pretty much yeah. pointed out that the sound sucks it just does i don't know what the deal was we'll have to ask them sometime where they re-recorded it um it just uh, it just it's astounding that they would do that um Particularly for Hot Toys, it seems like you know when they do such a good job with everything else, especially the light features that they've had on the Iron Man, mm-hmm. for them to add an electronic feature, which I think they you know they see Enterbay doing it and they think, well, you know, uh, we gotta we gotta keep up. We can't let Enterbay start adding things that we don't have. Yeah. Uh, but this one was this one was certainly a letdown when you heard it, and I don't think I'll ever be you know showing off the sound feature to any of my friends uh well you can kind of I, I wouldn't you wouldn't go so far as to count on would you you just wouldn't go down as far as to count on but you got the opening it's right. it's it's odd because it's like you know you, you i was saying to Jeff earlier you know you click the button and it just goes through the goes through the sounds but it's like when he goes up there's a walking sound. He's got that great walking yep. sound. And it just goes through one cycle. You want to be able to press that button for multiple walking cycles so it sounds like he's stomping around the room. And you kind of don't have that feature. And yeah, I, or or more than one button. Give me, you know, other toys yeah. have done that. Yeah, toys have done that, right? $40 or $50 toys have given you more than one button. This is this sound and this is that sound. Well, as I was, as so. I was, as I was saying earlier, the, the, the RoboCop one has got the OCP logo. And each feature has got a separate button. The gun opens separately. The voice opens separately. The uh, the, the Phrase, the phrases come out of a separate button and the head rotates at a different button so it's all a different button I don't understand why they, they kind of couldn't have done that there given it's such a massive upgrade I mean, we're, we're mm-hmm. talking we were talking about the, the comparison because Jeff actually has the, had, has both of them right there in front of us so it's uh, folks can look at on devices uh, and um, it, it you know it's 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 quite an astounding engineer I mean, it's got as I was saying it's got moving parts that it doesn't have that you don't need. It's like, what? What are those springy things on the back for? The little. There's like these things on the back legs that spring up and down. It's like, well, what's that for? And obviously, that's probably yeah. And the of... little, uh, the little joints there, the little pistons that yeah, move yeah, back yeah, and yeah. forth at the back legs. Yeah, that yeah. that that one piece moves forward and backward. Even though the leg doesn't move there. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's uh, it, they have stuff moving that they didn't even have to have move, and it's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. I like the fact that you've actually got He-Man stood in front of the ED two hundred nine here. He's looking very small, <laughs> looking very intimidated. Yeah, it's looking very intimidated, isn't he? <laughs> And then you got him alongside Iron Man, uh, a, a, a war, or Iron War Patriot, Iron Patriot, and he's looking a bit more, uh, a little bit more uh, up for the fight there. Actually, although he must looks up for a fight there too. Yeah, and, he's always up for the fight. And, 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 and again, it's it's it the, the the nice paint job on this as well is, is quite nice. The little the little. Um, I do think though that the, they kind of went overboard with that oil spill. They, it's on every single one, isn't it? Yeah, they kind of went overboard, and it does look like paint. I mean, it's it it's a little much. They. Yeah. Here and there, so you know, Hot Toys is so good at it. Less is more. Yeah. Um, and yet, here is one occasion where I think they just went a little too too crazy with the leaking oil. Just a bit. Just a bit. Well, there you go. So that's that. But it's it. a beautiful figure. Oh, it's 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 on top of my Detolf now. So there's this alongside the Batmobile, 
And uh, it's uh, and you know what this one made me do. Sons of bitches. This one, you know what it made me do. Oh, of course, it made you go in the corner with the Hot Toys yeah. RoboCop. Even though I've got the original RoboCop, I had thought to myself, ah, I don't need a new RoboCop. I've got the original RoboCop. You do need the new RoboCop. RoboCop. And you so totally then I see this one and see how much more impressive it is than the old ED-209. And oh. I think, can you imagine how cool the RoboCop's going to be? Yeah, so, I'm really looking forward to that because I know he's got part metal parts. I mean, it's, it's going to have it's going to be a little bit more screen. It looks a bit more screen accurate. Just a, just a hint more screen accurate. Not necessarily in the face and stuff, but there's just a there's more of a softness to the shapes on the Hot Toys one that I prefer mm-hmm. the Inter Bay one so far. But I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what's going. On. Are you going to get the the chair set? No. Yeah, I figured. Why the hell not? <laughs> not that You're going to spend that much money. Why not? Right. I mean, is it... This is true. But I mean, how many people? How many? You know, how many people are going to have like? Ro- no one wants to see RoboCop sleeping, do they? But it would no, be cool probably. to have it. But I'll just... have it in the background. Yeah, just to have it is kind of cool, actually. Maybe some, You can be sure there's going to be some cool customizers with some nice dioramas, and they're going to make this nice kind of wire cage and done doing the whole stomping around stuff. That's that's going to be cool. Well, I was going to bring in maybe in the Interbay Robocop, and we discussed that a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. As, 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 as we're doing Robocop, because I actually don't think any of the other guys have it yet. No, so I, I could I, be I, on I, one to review it. So if folks just want to give me two seconds, I will run over here and get it. And we'll uh, have, because I have to swap you to it, guys, I've, I've got uh, a bit of a cramped workspace here. Yeah. Really, because of the way art and stuff. But let me just grab Robocop. Back in two seconds. I'll just uh, talk amongst myself while uh, while, Ed, while, while Raymond's going to grab Robocop. Because one of the things I'm going to mention when he gets back is, obviously, I've been looking at, um, at stuff online um, of other people that have picked this thing up. Um, and it, it looks incredible. It looks really cool. Um here he comes. It sounds like he's back in the room. So I was, I, <laughs> I was, just, I was just talking amongst myself while you're away, and I was saying that one of the really cool things I love about the remote control on this thing is the hip holster. Oh, you are. <laughs> I mean, you know, right. every other feature on this thing that is remote control you can keep, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, they're they're all nice. They're all nice. Oh. Uh, it bothers me a little bit that the head movement kind of does that restrict. Can you pose the head without? Yes, you can, you can. pose. You, you can. can oh, pose that's cool. All right, okay. there, there's a lot of well, things. Cool. All right, let's be very clear what what we're saying here. There are some things that do feel on this, like ah, come on, lads, you could have you could have worked on that a little. If you've gone this far, why not go this far? So there's a few there's a few things like that, and I will and I'll go through them as we're going along. So we've got Robocop yeah. here in front of us. So I'm going to hit the little switch on the back. For starters, you look at him. He's super shiny. He's super good. He really, really looks super boss. He is really impressive. All quarter skill figures just rock my world anyway. But, you know, this is this is Robocop. And he is, if you're going to have one quarter scale figure, it, Robocop is iconic enough for you. And on that, the silver, saying that, on, saying that, the silver is very nice. You will get a few hints of blue hitting off it. But not the same level of blue quite that you see in the movies. And, you know, I mean, you do watch the Blu-ray movie and you can actually see a lot of the imperfections in the armor because, you know, it's handmade by dudes and things like that. But, which you never saw before on watching it on VHS or even DVD. You see a little imperfections like it's a little bit more handmade look. But I kind of like seeing stuff like that. This is very immaculate. I mean, this is a very immaculate Robocop. He's very, he's very pretty screen accurate. I could argue that maybe his legs on the movie were slightly longer or perhaps just a little thinner perhaps and the pectoral like his pec kind of sculpting chest plate that he has 
is a little kind of uh, slightly wider at the top of right at the top of the peck where it hits the shoulder. It's just ever so thingy. But I think you're gonna be a mad nerd for any of that to really kind of be it be a be a thingy, and you're you gotta be a mad nerd to kind of even spot this, you know. So yeah. it doesn't. I'm a mad diehard Robocop fan. I'm absolutely blown away by this figure. I think it's absolutely superb. Now, let's put on the remote control feature. So, what ro- oh, what RoboCop, you by the way, you get uh, three face plates. They are all Peter Weller. Anyone who says that they're one of the face plates is not Peter Weller, they are wrong. They are all Peter Weller. One of them, he's just got his lips a bit more close together and he's kind of shooting the gun in a kind of a slightly meaner, aggressive face. The other one is like, come with me or there'll be trouble. You can really see that full mouth movement faceplate and it's nice interchange it's really nice interchange amount an interchange amount and then you get the exclusive version you get a Robocop 2 helmet which has got the nice uh, scar right across the visor from, from Kane and it's got oh, it's, it's beautiful absolutely beautiful uh, you, you are reminded of the Godforsaken Robocop 3 with this figure also in that you get the flight pack which to any person of any level of thinking at all Robocop should never have a flight pack. Why? Because you've essentially made him into an action figure and Robocop is everything but a children's action figure. He is an oppressive force of justice. You do not give him a jetpack and let him fly around like a flipping Power Ranger or whatever. It's not cool. So, you are reminded with that saying that he does look rather cool with the jetpack on. It is actually a nicely designed bit of kit. It goes on him well. It, it, it suits him and it does look kind of cool. So if you want to have him out with the jetpack on, it does look kind of cool. It's 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 it, it's a little light, but it's nicely sculpted and nicely painted. It's got a nice sound job there. But let us now get on to the uh, the fun the fun aspects. Oh, you get interchangeable hands as well, and and that's cool. So now you got to switch on the button on the remote control. Okay. Okay. So that's the voice. So, they're the only three phrases that you get. What you also get is the ability to, ro- to rotate his head. And when you rotate his head, you get a sound. Now, you see, already folks will be saying, Ah, does your head rotate all the way across? The thing with this is you, ha- you have to fiddle around with the head. It has to be said, you have to fiddle around for the head for it to, for it to rotate fully. And I dare say you, you do need, it, the batteries probably might weigh on. This is motor function stuff. That is going to eat your battery. Sounds differently. Motor functions will chew up the battery probably. Now, saying that, mine still rotates fine. You know, he goes on for ages and he stops. Oh, and some nice little sounds. You can hear those nice sounds. You know, and you can do cool things like rotate it and then go... You know, you can do stuff like that. On the remote control on this, you got all the buttons and each of the buttons controls a different feature. My favorite feature of course being That's the gun opening up. <laughs> this is the gun closing. That's the gun closing. Oh, that's again. nice. Gun opening up. Yeah. Gun closing. Gun opening up. Yeah. And the little platform for the gun does come out. It doesn't open uh, frontways like it does in a movie, but that's actually meant to be kind of physically impossible because that was like a self se- separate prosthetic leg, I believe. But this great. It, the, the gun thing slides out and the gun slides into the thingy. And you can put it back in. Oh, and it closes up nicely. 
and it fixes itself. So if it's a little bit off register, it'll kind of just adjust itself ever so slightly. That feature alone makes it super awesome. Just Absolutely. the leg opening up automatically, and the fact you can put the gun in there, and it, you know, it's it's not the scope isn't compromised in any way, shape, or form. And you know, it's it, it's great. You know, you know, he's got quite a range on it. You know, absolutely awesome. It's got a the, the remote control is like a the OCP logo, nice silver OCP logo. It comes in a very like your very typical. Uh, I like the uniformity of Enterbase base. Um, you know, I'm sure that's uh, obviously a, you know reasons that maybe you could have more unique bases and so on. But you know, this is still a nice base. It's got a silver OCP kind of chrome brushed metal platform on there, and it's got the RoboCop logo, not a RoboCop three logo. So it's a RoboCop figure. Yeah, there was a little bit of a game of play with the whole uh, RoboCop 3 licensing because, you know, whenever we were shown pictures by uh, uh, by Interbay of RoboCop, they were very clever to obscure the 3 bit <laughs> in any of the kind of promo images or, or stuff like that, and you know you you, you were you were shown the back of um, the, the what you thought might be the Murphy head sculpt. You you get the Burke head sculpt, the human face head sculpt, you get the Burke head sculpt. Yeah, it's the Burke head sculpt. It from the back and from the side, you would be easily forgiven that it is a Peter Weller head sculpt because it is really nice. It's a really nice head sculpt. I mean, it is not Weller, but it is Robert Burke, and it's it looks, it feels like RoboCop. It's got the the back and head. It's just got all the details. It's got the skin that looks like it's folded over, a metal uh, robotic thing, and it's just really really nice. Um, and I mean, what do you what are your impressions have of it been, Jeff? Well, I, I say I've only I don't I've never held it in hand, but from the images I've seen, I've been really impressed. I mean, it looks like a really cool figure. I'm not quite as into the whole one quarter scale as you are. I've got a, I've got a good selection of them, and I do like them, and I can see that that kind of bigger uh, scale, that bigger palette, gives uh, the artist so much more room to kind of like shove detail in and you know improve on the paint, particularly when it comes to like, the human figures or the facial um, uh, uh, paint jobs there. But yeah, um, the thing that blew me away with this was, as you say, it's it's that opening, uh, it's that opening thigh, it's the kind of the way that it opens up and then the gun is is kind of like uh, comes out. That's just a really nice feature. I mean, I love the way they did it on the one sixth scale one for uh, for hot dogs all those years ago. But you had to physically kind of unclip it and move it out. But it still all kind of worked, and I love that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it looks like a top figure. It looks like a top figure. If if, if I had the space and and the uh, and the uh, and the necessary funds. Uh, uh, available, I'd, I'd probably pick it up as well. But um, I, I, I try to stick to one six as much as I can. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. Um, would folks, w w w so folks might be asking me, okay, what are the what what are the the downsides of this? There are downsides to, to this figure. This does not really impair my absolute joy on the figure. So nothing of what I'm saying will destroys my joy of this do it at all. I love this thing. It looks the boss. But here are the drawbacks. Um, when you do get the figure, for some odd reason, the fingers are on this incredibly flimsy ball joint. And so they're made out of rubber and they're ball joint. And literally, if you touch the fingers, they will fall off. Get a little touch of glue, pop it in there, and it's fine. And I mean a little touch, and it's fine. You shouldn't have to do that, though, when you get a new figure. You shouldn't be touching the figure and the, the, these loose fingers fall off. I mean, because the fingers are individual. They're all individually stuck in, the fingers. And, you know... You, you shouldn't be getting a figure where you're, and, and that, that is across the board that's not just mine that is everybody's all those fingers are loose 
on on the kind of on some of the more fingers that you'd like the flat hand, for instance. On the gun gripping hand, it's totally fine. On a lot of other hands, the gun gripping hand is totally fine. But on some of the fingers, you know, you touch them and they do fall off. That's a little bit ghetto. Is 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 the term I would use for that? Yeah. That's a little. That's a little bit. Yeah. But it seems to be one of those things with Entebbe where you know, they, they, I mean, you know, you got to admire their kind of like their vision and the fact that they, you know, they really are pushing it and really trying to deliver top quality stuff. And most of the time, they 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 almost put it off, but they're always just that little whisker away. I mean, hot, you know, hot toys have had problems in the past with plenty of figures, um, um, and they're you know they're a pretty big company. But I think with uh, with Entebbe, you know, they they, they they've got you know they've got a lot of ambition. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of like there's just those little few niggly things that always just keep you thinking, ah, oh, you know, they 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 close but no cigar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm I'm. Smoking a pretty decent, you know, decent cigar here. It might not be a Cuban, but yeah. it's gonna be one. It's gonna be one of those good ones. Yeah, maybe, yeah. It's a, maybe it's a Hamlet. I don't, I don't know. I don't smoke cigars, so I don't really know. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 so the fingers. That that's another thing. Um, some people would argue that maybe the way that that the, the the hands do generally pop off the ball joint quite easily because. What they've done is, on the hands, because you get the interchangeable gun from RoboCop 3 if you want. Again, that's another accessory I forgot to mention. You get the gun from RoboCop 3 that you can remove the hand and pop this gun on. The hands the, the hands will pop off, you know, easily. And that kind of shouldn't be the case either, because what it is, it's, it's hard to... Just imagine just a little cylinder with two balls at the end. One ball goes into the elbow, the other ball goes into... The uh, the hand and around that disc that's separate is is the outer part of the glove, so it's it's quite rubbery and that makes it kind of realistic I think because that part those parts of Robocop were rubbery, but if you do start moving his hands you got to be careful in how you how you move them because those things will pop off. I won't damage them, but it's just they pop off too easily. The elbow articulation is probably the biggest gripe I have on this figure because you cannot get him holding the gun upright in his nice walk down the street. I'm going to shoot you in the face pose. You know, you, you can't get the hand straight up like that. You can get the gun out, and he looks really cool holding the gun. You can get the wrist in a nice angle where he looks really commanding doing it. But you trying to get that pose where he does that really nice thing where he just moves the gun up to his up to his sh- up to his shoulder, you can't do that. Now you can mm-hmm. do that with the other Enter Bay figures like the Terminators. Uh, uh, no, you couldn't do it with Rambo because he had that kind of joint again. And I guess it's a similar kind of limitation again. Um, I don't know how they could have probably. I think they might. They probably could have done a bit something, a bit of ex- extra articulation under the metal, or under the, the the plastic of the metal, and they could have hidden something like that. But they, they, they it just, it's it's surprising that that arm doesn't raise more because there is more room for it to move up, and it just won't move up because there's a little slight dip in the bicep there that will allow for a little bit more movement, and it's not there. That is probably the single biggest gripe I have with this figure. Other than that. If you're on the, fin- it is also expensive. So I mean, I, I I don't know if the price has gone up again or something, but I, I got mine. I've, I think mine worked out at something. But by the time by the time you add it all up and everything, that was like something like uh, about three hundred and ten. I think I got I got mine from. But I I was straight on the case in Interbay. As soon as that sucker was released on Interbay for sale, I was on there. I think it's they're gone. They're going through different batches now, and I don't know if the prices change because I would Interbay. There there's been some issue like with with the Terminator 2 battle damaged. Whereby, there's actually turned out to be two separate batches of that figure. Oh, yeah. A- again, I was straight in there when that Terminator figure was... It was I was straight in there. I got it the very day, hour it was released. I ordered it straight away. No hesitation at all. That one sold up pretty rapidly. 
and that particular version one tends to go up is, is is harder to get and is also worth more money on the secondary market. It just turns out that they've released a second batch of that battle damaged one that has slightly lesser paint apps, slightly lesser paint apps and slightly lesser corrosion on the uniform. I say slightly, it's quite it will not it's still a kick ass figure. But when you know another better one is out there that's a little bit more realistically battle damaged with more bullet holes and corrosion and weathering of the leather jacket and blood splats across the face because there's just notably fewer blood splats and blood scrapes across his face. And when you're, when you're thinking like that, when, when, when you, that to me is upsetting because I don't want to know that if, if you're late on the road or late on the bus getting a figure that you're going to get somehow a slightly inferior one or a slightly lesser one because you were late to the game. And I don't, I don't, don't like that aspect. Either I'm ruled out of the game because it's sold out or, or that's it. I want the same figure. I want the same figure as everyone else kind of got. And I just feel a little bit bad that those who have gotten the new figure, you know, it, 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 you know there is that knowledge that there's a slightly better one there. It is still awesome. The secondary one is still awesome. But the first batch one is just that little bit more awesome. It's just it's it's odd. It was like it was it's odd even like even around the knee. It seemed like the cutting around to expose the the metal, uh, the endoskeleton under his knee joint. That seemed a little cut differently as well on the second batch. It's odd, yeah. very, very very odd thing. I mean, what, what's well, that? Yeah, well, I think you know with anything that is manufactured, you know, consistency is everything because people expect to pay the same money and you know get get the same uh, the, the same thing but the trouble with manufacturing is there are so many you know variables that come into play that things often do end up slightly different sometimes for the better sometimes for the worse i remember, I remember back in the days when hot toys released their um uh, their 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 kind of artist uh, series of the, of the of the um of the predator um, and there was there was lots of talk about the fact that the base had this kind of a alien xenomorph um, and and the the head that came with it that was severed and the paint jobs were different on different batches. And, oh, nice. Uh, you know, and I'm, and I'm sure they were. You know, I'm not going to argue with it, but at the same time, it's one of those things where you know you just have variables in the factory in the, in the manufacturing process. Um, and I think you know if you end up with one of the ones that is uh, considered slightly worse, then that's. A problem, you know, because you you know you're justifiably kind of a bit peed off. Um, but I, I, and I remember going back to the days of you know Hasbro releasing all of when they when they rebooted the whole kind of Star Wars figure line. I'm talking about the three and three quarter inch little figures, and you know you'd have fa- you'd have factory mistakes, uh, which would all of a sudden become known as you know a variable, a desirable variable, because all of a sudden Boba Fett's uh, hands that had a, a circle paint on the back rather than not having a circle paint on the back, uh, which made them infinitely more desirable, which made them worth like a hundred dollars worth a hundred dollars more. And it was just crazy, you know. I mean, these things you probably pick them up now for like twenty, well, less than that, ten dollars a piece because you know the bottom fell out of the market. But it is, it's just down to like you know, I think at the moment when the spotlight is on a thing and the spotlight is very much on that 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 figure now. Uh, so people are kind of like you know the the, the 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 fanboys of which you know we are very much part of that group. So I'm not dissing it. You know you notice every variable. You notice every little different thing that comes through on these figures when they're released. Um, but what I am saying is that in a hundred years from now, should these things be talked about on the Antiques Roadshow? Um, 
I, I wonder if there'll be an expert saying, oh, yes, and I recognize this is definitely from the second batch, uh, which means <laughs> that it's hugely valuable, but, you know, had it been from the first batch, you'd have been looking at probably about another three, <laughs> yeah. another three to four thousand pounds. You know, so I don't know. I don't know. Will the longevity be there? Uh, we don't know. But yeah, it, it's just annoying. I think you know, consistency is everything. Um, but at the same time, you have to you have to understand that you know these things are being made by human beings, and we are all prone sure, to uh, mistakes. I, I would argue though that this one seems rather purposeful, though. Is, oh, really? Is, is my thing. This seems like the differences are notable. They are notable. Across the board, there's like a few, especially some of the key points are the way the knee is. And there is notably a few extra blood splashes on his forehead that across the board, you see the first batch has. And then on the second batch, you do not, you just do not see these marks. Nor do you see the amount of bullet holes in the jeans and the jacket. It's just across the board, they are, it's just, it's like, it's like one step in the manufacturing was, was cut back. Like that one yeah. extra step or something was cut back. Now, maybe there's financial reasons for that. Who knows? It's like, who knows? Yeah, I, I mean, I have to, I've kind of taken my eye off the ball a bit with Entebo recently. I haven't really kind of seen what their latest um, stuff is that they're showcasing right now. Um, but they, they seem to have got a little bit more quiet. Um, am I right in thinking that? I mean, have you been kind of like up to date with what they're doing? I know they, you know, they seemed quite prolific last year when they were releasing all of the uh, the, the basketball players and obviously they announced that the, the, the quarter Which we all stuff. asked for. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, you know. You know but definitely the, yeah, all the want the variants of Michael Jordan. We, we, we really <laughs> jo- want all those. But joking Jordan, aside, joking two, aside, sure. joking aside, there's a lot of people out there that do, you know, and they, yes. they seem, you know, they seem to be lapped up by a, you know, a lot of people. Um, and they've gone down all very well. All the different versions, though? All the different versions, really? Well, I don't, don't, don't kind of push me on it, on, <laughs> on, on, on the, on the kind of the, the, the minutiae of it. But, um, but yeah, he seemed like a popular character, you know, but then I, I, I don't know. Character probably is a real person, but, but at the same time, I just think that at the moment, I wonder if, um, you know, they, they knew they had a hit on their hands with the one quarter skull, so they instantly thought, right, we need to make some more. And, uh, if it was just a case of the fact they rushed them out, you know, they thought, right, we've got a bit of a cash cow here, let's just milk it while we can and uh they probably had the license fee to uh to make a you know a few uh few hundred or thousand more so let's strike while the iron's hot yeah fair enough i mean that's fair that's that's fair enough but you know i i i, I do re- do resent sentiment that one if if they're maybe yeah, different yeah. batches yeah. and like i know there's a sector like there's talks about a second batch of robocops going in because this one sold out pretty quickly yeah. So I would I would hate to think, if anything, things should be slightly improved on a second batch. You'd have thought so. Like yeah. like things like the fingers and things. I mean, well, let's see if anyone has uh, getting a RoboCop uh, by the time they by the time we air this podcast. You know, g- give drop us an email, Amon at amonart.com and uh, send me an email and, and let me know if if the, the if there's any anything odd in the RoboCop that you've noticed or anything. And it, how do your fingers fall off, for instance, or just any of those kinds of things? How does the the neck the neck thingy work? Because on, on this, it does take a little bit, a bit of fussing. You kind of got, you got to get used to it. You've got to understand, in the neck joint in this Robocop, it's, it's think of a letter D, and that little cog is the D that holds onto the, the bottom of the joint of the neck, and it's got these little rubber bands around it. You could ro- remove those rubber bands if you wanted, and that, but that head will be super loose. Um, try just be gentle, play about with it. Is you, you can move the head. You could totally articulate the head if you wanted to, with with some messing about. Uh, like uh, you can move the head up and down and, and and on that. But like once it's kind of in that remote control locked in position, you do you can only move the head side to side via the remote control. 
I, it doesn't bother me that that it it, it really just it, it does. This figure is just going to test how fickle people are. I'm I'm reasonably fickle. Others might be more fickle than I. So it's 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 horses for courses in this one. I can't recommend this figure enough. You know, it's absolutely absolutely the bomb. So keeping on the theme with silver, shall we go on and talk about uh, aliens versus predator, or would you maybe try like to squeeze in, considering a little bit of time, maybe try and squeeze in Batman and Robin? Uh, I'm easy. I mean, I, I must admit, I am quite eager to get onto Batman and Robin, being a man of a certain age. Yeah, you are eager. A man of a certain age. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, let us wait no further then. I mean, you, I, 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 may, I was born in 1975. Let's give my age away there. You yeah. know, growing up, at that time, you had loads of reruns. And Batman, 60s Batman, I put on my mother's cape. I got in my little buggy car and drove around like, like Batman and Robin. Nah, 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 yeah. nah, nah. I loved that show. And, you know, let's not forget that that Catwoman in that show was flipping hot. Oh, yeah. She was gorgeous, proper gorgeous. And you know, and they're making and, it. And 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 now we've got them in like all these years. Obviously, yeah. Warner Brothers and CBS Fox, 20th Century Fox, got into bed together and said, "Right, let's do it." And you know, we we finally have Batman and Robin 60s merchandise and the DVD. So I don't actually have these figures uh, uh, yet, but I have seen them in person. I've held them in person and stuff like that. Yeah. And take it away, Jeff. Well, I, I have a good few years on you, Eamon. I'm, I'm 47 years old, so I was born in, I was born, I was born in the first summer of love, 1967. Um, but, so this thing came out the year before I was born, 1966. Uh, I mean, obviously, it ran for quite a long time. And you know, growing up, there were certain programs that you know I, I just had to be in front of the TV set for. And uh, obviously, all the Jerry Anderson stuff that was going on, all, all the Super Mario Nation, all the you know, Captain Scarlet, Thunderbirds, all that kind of stuff. But the other one was Batman. And when I was a kid, and I'm you know I mean a young kid, you didn't even really see it for the for the campness that it had. You just you just saw it as Batman and Robin. Um, and as you got older, you grew up with it. And of course, you know, my, I've introduced my kids to the film. They've watched the film many times and they love it. Um, and there was just something about. The, the 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 spirit of the times that they made this series in, and the fact that you know Adam West uh, captured this character of Batman, and all, and this kind of array of fantastic kind of character actors that they brought right. in for the villains was just absolutely brilliant. It really was capturing the zeitgeist of kind of the sixties and that whole kind of like camp, but kind of like you know adventurous kind of like a kind of feel. And uh, I know um, Mike's already reviewed these on his site, and I know you know he's he's a he's a bigger Batman fan than I am. Um, but having grown up with this stuff, I just loved it, and it was kind of like I, I never thought I'd own a decent figure of Adam West as, as Batman and 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 and, and Robin. Uh, but but here they are, and they're just really cool. I mean, they really have you know delivered just what we want. I mean, these are perfect little representations of of the outfits uh, for all their kind of quirks and kind of faults. You know, they were th this was a time when the wardrobe department were obviously very limited on on the materials available to them and and whatever. So, you know, they they kind of approximated the best Batman outfit they could, but it, it kind of really does represent what was going on in the comic books at the time. Um and the likenesses are just, you know, pretty much spot on. I, I think the Adam West um, you know, obviously you only see his jawline 
slightly pulls ahead of uh, of, of the Robin uh, figure for me. Um, but they are just absolutely lovely. You know, they're, they're in the they're, obviously they're in classic kind of skin tight spandex. Um, the, the logos on the chest and on the on Robin's kind of like right hand chest is uh, left hand chest. Is, they're kind of printed on. Um, but all the detailing on the lacing up the the, the satin kind of. Um, uh, capes that they're wearing, um, and, and the paintwork on the faces is, is, you know, it's second to none. It's just if you if you want if you love classic camp 1966 Batman, there's been a wealth of stuff coming out recently. Thank God at last because they have kind of like sorted out all those legal wrangles that went on for years and years and years. They sorted it out, and all of a sudden there was a wealth of stuff hitting hitting the shelves. And obviously we've all got different budgets, and all of the stuff that's coming out is really cool. But you know if you want the ground, you know, if you if you want the 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 guy that's going to like really stand out, then I think at the moment these two are really cool. I've seen the one quarter scale stuff that um that okay. NECA did, and that's yeah. really nice. When I was over in the states uh, back in uh, back in January and February, I, I saw um saw the the one that's a one quarter scale Batman, and again really nicely done. But for me, I've always been about one six scale, and I really like um, fabric dressed costume figures so that it's kind of like you know it just it just gels a little bit more. And for me, these are just absolutely perfect. I I just love them. Um, you know, if if I was going to have any faults, then I have heard online I haven't had a problem with this because I've been really careful. But the reason I've been really careful is because I read about this online. Is that you know if you know if being being a man who works for a living, you might have quite rough hands and just be very careful when you're touching them because they're literally wearing tights. So you know if if you've got kind of any any snags on your fingers or whatever, you could you could ladder them or you could you know cause a pull on oh, them. So yeah. so be aware of that. You know just just make sure you handle with care. Um, Batman's tights. Yeah, and, and Batman comes with a selection of different faces, which is really nice because they've been doing that obviously since the Dark Knight figures. Because obviously they realise the fact that you've got a cow means you can you can remove the face and put different features on. Uh, and they come with a great selection of um, of kind of extras. I mean, I've got my Batman displayed obviously with the uh, anti shark repellent because it, it just had to be. Yes, I was very nice. I was I was tempted by the bomb, but I thought no, it's got to be the shark repellent. And I've got Dick Grayson and his classic kind of like fist in hand. Holy, whatever it is you want to say, Batman, you know, standing next to him, and I, I, I just love them. I really love these figures, and I've, you know, I, I have friends that come around to my house, and being a geek, I constantly have a, you know, a selection of figures that I'm rotating depending on what I'm reviewing, what I'm looking at, and and some of them draw, you know, comments, but these figures have drawn so many comments from people that are like, oh my god, they are so cool, you know, they are, they just take me straight back to a time when I was like, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old or whatever, yeah, and they really, these yeah, they really. Have that effect on people, so uh, so yeah, I'm, the, I'm pretty knocked out. They got the lovely colours as well. Is it? That, that yeah. is always remember about that show. I mean, it was very colourful. Yeah, it, it, it had quite high production values. It was always nice and sunny as well, you know. And uh, you know, I'm I, I'm I'm hopefully going to be getting these figures soon. Uh, Fanboy Collectibles actually has them at the moment, and I believe uh, Sven in um, Germany on his space de, he's getting them in pretty soon as well. Oh so, yeah. Uh, if, you, if you're in Europe. Get them from Spin if you're in America. Get them from Fanboy Collectibles. But they're too fine. No, I don't. You get the two fingers. He does the dance fingers. Oh get, yeah, get, yeah. You get those, so you can do. You, I mean, as, as as famously used by John Travolta in uh, in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, you get the two fingers, so you can do the kind of like the uh, the hands across the face uh, move. Uh, and it, yeah, it's just, it, they're, they're just so beautifully thought out. They're really well done. I remember reading a little while ago. I can't remember the guy's name. Um, 
who wrote a lot of the TV series. It's gone. He was, he's a famous screenplay writer, and he died only a couple of months ago. Um, and this is really bad because I don't remember his name, but I do remember a quote from him saying that of all the things that he'd worked on, he'd worked on a lot of Oscar-nominated screenplays for, TV, for films and whatever. And he said the thing that he is most proud of in his entire working life was writing the script for the 1966 uh, Batman series. Mm. He said that you know he had so much fun writing it, and it, it was one of those times when the studio weren't that involved. They just let him do what he wanted, uh, and they just had fun with it, and they just ran with it. And he said that's one of the few times that you can look back on his career and think, yeah, I'm really pleased with what we did there. Yeah. And I think that's testament to uh, to kind of like you know how well loved and how well remembered that series is now. And it's got a cool limited edition box set coming out as well. How do the um so the faceplate you see? Uh, yeah. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at Mike's uh, pictures again on, on yep. your device, people. If you look at the pictures, there. If you look at your device, you'll be on there. Um, is it the full f- face comes off and you interchange it, or is it just the lower part of the face? Because obviously his nose is, goes under the mask quite a bit. Well, I'm just pulling the head off as we speak. Yeah, you kind of just pull the face part off, and I'm just pulling it out. The lower speak. face or just the whole front of the face, including the just, top of the mask. Just the lower face. Just the lower face. So how does that, or does that go? Or does that go under the mask then? Oh, you can just, yeah, you just lift it out from the bottom of the chin. It's quite oh, right. straightforward. And it so it slots up under the mask, kind of a thing. Yeah, you kind of push it, push the nose up under the mask, then it just slots into place. Cool, cool. And is it a lot easier than because man, I've never been yeah, able to remove my Michael Keaton face. Never really been able easy. to remove this my is, Michael. This I'm is really scared. easy. Just done it. Yeah, like, very uh, easy. It's easier with the, the quarter scale Batman is going to get a little pokey pokey device to pop the head yeah. out. So and, and this comes off okay easily, doesn't yep, it? Yeah, really easy. Yeah, just oh, done okay. it a couple of times. So you okay. recommend I should get these then? Oh, uh, if, if you're into it, if it's something that they matters resonate. To you, That's yeah. the thing. It's, yeah, it's stuff that yeah. resonates, and these I mean, guys for, resonate. Absolutely. For me, I just think they're absolutely perfect. I mean, I, uh, you know, I am just the right age. To remember these fondly and and for them to be really important to me, um, so the moment I'm, I mean I, I'd love to get the Batmobile as well to go with them, but again, realistically, do I have the space for it? Probably not. I don't know where the hell I'd display it, but just to know that it was in a box somewhere in my loft would give a little kind of warm fuzzy feeling in my heart, just knowing it was there. Because that one day, you know, when I am a multimillionaire by accident, uh, I'll have that big house where I can display it. But who knows? Okay, well. As as you've talked about it, I guess we can ask Mike. Mike, what do you think of this one? Oh god, I love I love that license. It's just you know if we can get Egghead, then then I could die happy. Um, Egghead? The, oh, Egghead, Vincent Price. Oh yeah, that's like one of my favorite characters because <laughs> I love I, Vincent Price. I, I love Vincent Price too. I'm not familiar with Egghead. I have to say maybe that's a bit before my time. Yep, Egghead. Uh, so so you know it's a, it's the usual fantastic job of hot sideshow or hot sideshow hot toys in terms of sculpt and paint. Um, I will say, you know, the the fact that the colors don't quite match between the material of the the cowl and the 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 collar with the the and the gloves with the cape, you know, is a little annoying. I mean, let's face it, it was, I'm sure it was difficult to do because one's cloth and one's plastic, and it's always tricky to get colors to match, particularly between those two materials. But it is noticeable. I mean, if you ever watch, you know, you pop the show on, you'll notice everything is exactly the same on the suit in the show. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, I, you know what? So, I didn't spot that. Yeah, so that is a little annoying. Um, I, it, but. It's a minor, you know, for as far as I'm concerned, it's fairly minor. Uh, more annoying to me is how easy his suit um, tends to fray and run. 
Um, I noticed that just with basic handling, unless you've got, you know, you've been properly moisturizing your entire life, <laughs> uh, even the even the slightest roughness to your fingertips is going to cause some minor fraying on that nylon suit. So don't go. Uh, so handle him with care and don't be handling him a lot. I didn't have the same problem with Robin. Robin was cool. I didn't have any troubles with him. Right. Uh, but both figures, I thought, I thought that sculpt and paint turned out great. I think the accessories are are a nice set. Um, I have to go find me uh, about a 14-inch rubber shark so I can pose Batman on a, on a ladder <laughs> with a shark hanging off his leg because he's got the shark repellent, right? So you got he does, to. he does, he does. Now, who, who comes with the bomb? Uh, he comes with the bomb, too. Right, because oh, I, I thought... Then he ran bomb. through the streets carrying, yeah. All right. And that picture where you have a, a box where you've got him climbing, doing the vertical, vertical climbing, does the box a lot? Is that window, did that window come with the box? Is that something you just... Yes, that picture? comes on the interior box. So you can actually, do, you, can, yep. you can do a climbing scene. On the, on Both the of them have that box, and they come with the rope and everything. And that's I actually see. Joker I put inside there, but uh, from Dark Knight. But, oh, see, um, with a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, with a thumbs up. But yeah, I mean, that was such a classic part of the show, right? It was, you know... It, oh, yeah. I, they talk about how actors used to clamor to be the, the special guest that would pop his head out of the window. Uh, okay. I'm actually looking here as well, Mike. You've actually got Hot Toys Bruce Banner. We, have, we, we should discuss maybe Bruce Banner as well. Yes, I have Bruce Banner too. Think, but unless you let, let's, let's finish off what you were saying about Batman and Robin. I mean, you, you do need both of them, don't you? I was mentioning Jeff, or I asked Jeff earlier as well. I mean, you know, it is the dynamic duo. They only say that about 50 times in every episode. Yeah. Um, you know, I was watching today, and it's, is this the end of the dynamic duo? Yes. So you've got to kind of have both of them. Otherwise, you know, it's just, it's, and Robin, I, I really like the swappable faces on, on the, uh, the Adam West. Um, while the gritted teeth isn't really a look he had a lot, the open mouth is really, I mean, he, he Yeah, was, that's really good, was, that one. I love that. naturally a mouth breather or what, but he almost always had that open mouth, especially when he was explaining things, yeah. uh, which he seemed to do all the time to Commissioner yeah. Gordon. Uh, the kind of accent so, look. Um, but you do really need the pair. I mean, I don't, see, I don't see you being able to go without them, and of course you need the Batmobile. You'd, well, there, well, there, there's a million dollar question. I assume you are going to get the Batmobile, aren't you? Oh, you, yes, you're I, gonna, you're gonna I have to have I've got the other two. Why wouldn't I have that one? All right, then. And, and you, do you have them all of on display? You have them. I right. will someday. Oh, I have one to say, because I'm still working on my barn. Trust me. I got three. I got through three three boxes yesterday. Well, I hope you can share some pictures with us, and don't give out the address. <laughs> <laughs> now they do great together, the Batman Robin and, and 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 we were saying earlier that in Jeff's collection, they're like they're going to be like. Such a talking piece in your collection when people come in. And oh, absolutely! I know out of all the other ones and stuff like that, but I just think everything's really good. Admittingly, I think uh, the the Robin, the the the, the um, Batman face is a little stronger than the Robin. I mean, Robin is yeah. very good. You you totally get the Burt Ward vibe there from him, but I think he was a little a little slighter on the face again. Wasn't he just ever the, the face seems a little more generic. It seems a little less. I mean, he was young, but it seems a little too young here. You know, it's almost yeah. like there isn't a lot of the skin texture we usually see. Yeah. Um, so it, it's a little smoother. And yeah, you're right. It's not quite uh, the same quality as, as Batman. Would they release a Catwoman, do you think? Um, she'd certainly be popular, especially a Numar. Yeah, and you think the new Mara would want to go for? Did Julie? I would think so. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. Well, now, I, I, there's I, I, a lot of debate on this, and this is another question we probably need to ask Hot Toys next time we can corral them. Um, is is this a movie license so they can only do the movie versions, which was Lee Merriweather? There we go. That's the one that did it in the movie. Ah. Third we were trying to think of, or. Is this a true television license, which would be unusual for the Movie Master series? Well, on the box it says classic TV series. 
Yes, it does, which is what I pointed out to people. Um, however, the accessories are both the shark repellent and the bomb, which are both from the movie. So nice. it's a little still unclear whether they actually got the show license. Now, it would have to. It, the only difference would be it would be a Lee Merriweather Catwoman because everybody that was important um, on the show was in that movie, right? Penguin, Joker, yep. Riddler, they were all there. So, yeah, but it was, I believe, the Lee Merriweather uh, Catwoman instead of the Julie Newmar. Wow, right, okay. So wow. we'll see. Uh, hopefully that this did well enough um, along with the Batmobile to, to get them to... Oh, I, I'd say that Batmobile is going to get snapped up. It's going to be it's going to be one of those things, and I hope it's not going to have any. To, hope to make sure to pack this one properly as well, unlike the the eighty nine. Well, this Batman. one, keep in mind, this one will have that super ultra high gloss paint job. It will. Oh, that's going to be. This so is nice. this is yeah. This is you. You couldn't have a rub mark on here and not see it plain yeah. as day because it's. It, you saw it at San Diego last year. It's just that that paint job is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it's stunning. Absolutely stunning. Cool. Well, I'm gonna see. Iron Patriot. It's got to be one or the other. I can only pick one or the other. Iron Patriot or Batman or Robin. So, yeah, Batman or Robin. You think Batman or Robin? Okay. They're definitely they're they're fun. They're so much fun. It's hard to ignore them. All right. Speaking of fun, we got a Hulk's alter ego here. <laughs> Hulk's alter ego. Should be doing it around, I guess. But we have uh, we can have a little brief, quick review of Bruce Banner from the Avengers. So you know, you're, you're Bruce Banner, which is a a dude in a suit with a nice pair of glasses. Yeah, yeah. And I bought him. You know, I had bought the Hulk on his own, so I bought Bruce Banner on his own, not as the pair. Um, and he is. He's a dude in a suit. So you know, there's some of that. I I think the sculpt is very good. You can you can find Russell Ruffalo in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not quite as perfect as you know some of their work. Um, there's gradations to all of this stuff, and I think if you get the right angle, um, it looks like Ruffalo at certain angles. It's a little too pudgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, him looking at the watch, for instance, now in your picks, there. Like, that's, that's yeah, he's a nice. little, he's a little pudgy from certain angles in the in the jowls there. Yeah. Uh, I do think the details all there. We get some really tremendous detail in the hair. Yeah. Um, you get some nice skin texture. You get that slightly, you know, I didn't shave today look. Um, going on, the glasses are great. He looks great in them. He looks great holding them. Um, it, but he's a guy in a suit, right? He's you know he's and he's not even really a, a very good suit. It's you know a, a poorly paid professor suit. It is. Uh, yeah. I, like his, I like his shoes though. His shoes are nice. Yes, I do like his shoes. Again, <laughs> it looks like the non-tenured professor whole yeah. whole thing that he's got going on. Uh, the watch was nice. It's nice to get the Loki's uh, the weapon again. Yep. Uh, that came uh, with Loki originally. So for people who didn't pick that one up, you get the the very important weapon. Um, but he is a guy in a suit. So, you know, you really, you, it, that's one that uh, you really have to ask if he's critical enough to the Avengers team uh, if you're going to fork up the money because he's not cheap. No, that that's that, that was the thing I was going to ask you. I mean, for a dude in a suit, he, is, he does seem to be quite expensive. And he's pushing like, 200 bucks, right? Uh, see, that's, that's kind of hard to justify there. I mean, yeah, and much, he doesn't have a lot of accessories. And... How much was Coulson? Uh, he was cheaper than that. He really? Would, let me let me give a quick look here. I can tell you. Yeah, he was cheaper than that. But then again, Colson came out when uh, wasn't that last year, a year and a half ago? Yeah, I guess maybe prices have changed a bit and, there. But you know, you get it, you get more bang for your book with Colson and a light up weapon. You know, so. well, you get a light up weapon and quite a few accessories. Yeah, you know, get, he was one hundred and seventy originally. Yeah. All right, Jesus. So there you go. That's quite a. Yeah, so that's you're spending kind of uh, twenty bucks or so more, and you're not getting a light up stuff. And Coulson really did come with a lot of stuff. Coulson's pretty critical too, since the show is has made him into sort of 
um, one of the key figures now. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm debating about keeping Mike Olsen, so I am. I think he's he's kind of in there with Loki and uh, Captain America at the moment because I have my Avengers cubicle is kind of used up with all of the Avengers in there. So I'm, I'm a bit, you know, when it gets to this stage now, I mean, uh, for some of us, you know, it's it's who don't have big barns, Mike. You know, so yeah. we, we gotta cram them into the old details, and it gets a bit messy and a bit cluttery in there, and you gotta start getting a bit merciless. You see, you gotta say, oh, who, that's right, go to make room there. Only but, so much space. You know, and and and, and yes, I'm, I'm having to make sacrifices here. You know, I'm having to make sacrifices. It's kind of a one in, one out policy now, because I got four yeah. detalps. You know, I I can't be turning the living room to a museum. That 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 won't go down too well. So <laughs> I have to I have to be a little bit uh, economical in what figures can and can no well, longer make. I will cut. say that that one of the nice things about Banner is he makes the Hulk cooler. He does. He's he's right. nice to display with the Hulk. That's what I like the display feature with the Hulk. But you, if you're gonna have Hulk, you're gonna display him with the Avengers. You see. Yep. So that's kind of why I've not got him. If, I, if if you just had the Hulk and had him, that is a sweet set-looking set. Just the two of them standing there. It's a yep. really cool get, set. Yep, but you really do want to put the Hulk over with the rest of the Avengers. Yeah, so it's it's it's, it's he's he's a very hard figure for me to justify. I think he's nice, but he's a very hard figure for me to justify. But I, you know, I, I figured I missed out on uh, Nick Fury, so I may as well miss out on this guy too. But I got Coulson. So, moving on to uh, Hot Toys' latest um, Predator figures, which is uh, a revisiting of the very first uh, Predator figures that they ever released way, way, way back uh, when they first picked up the uh, Alien vs. Predator license. They released Scar and Celtic and, what was the other guy's name? Chopper, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, Chopper. Uh, along, with a, along with a few variations of the Alien. There was the, the, the classic kind of like blue blue black grey alien uh, there was the, the the one that they called um, was it, it had like a grid pattern didn't it, on its head where the, the acid had burned through the net Yes. Um, and they also did like a brown variant um, because although um, obviously on screen they all appeared uh, sort of blue black sometimes on set they were they were kind of filmed with brown tones because the way that the scenes were lit they would kind of work that way mm. and I don't know if that was the case with, um, <clears throat> with ABP I know it was with aliens uh, but they also released a brown version there. Uh, I'm going off track. What I'm trying to say is that when those original characters came out, I, I didn't buy Celtic back then. I just bought Scar because um, I just thought I wanted, to, you know, the, the, the daddy predator, the, the guy who survives. Um, and I loved him at the time. It was back in the day when predators were always released um, as a as a model kit. Oh. So you had that kind of you, you had that feverish few hours yeah you had not first of all you had to literally construct the figure then you had to fit the uh, the, the, the netting kind of the fishnet body glove onto it then you had to put the panels on piece by piece of the armor um, sometimes using boiling water or hair dryer just to make sure they would all physically fit onto the body um, and then when you were finished you had this lovely figure but back then, you know, obviously things have changed a lot since then. Uh, back then, they used to put like separate wires in all the all the dreads so that you could pose them for an action pose. Um, but since then, things have moved on a lot. Starting with the um, with the new Predators movie, they they designed a, a totally new kind of buffed up body, uh, which lost some of the articulation, but obviously just gave a lot more realism in the in the once you put it in a kind of in a pose. Yeah. There were less joints visible. It was just a kind of it was a much more kind of a robust and, and heavy body. And boy, are these bodies heavy! Whoa, yeah, heavy they, figure. 
Yeah, they really are. I mean, there's a lot of, of plastic and vinyl gone into actually physically building these things. Um, and if you were to stand the original Scar next to this version of Scar, uh, you, you are just going to see a world of difference. Um, back when the first one came out, nobody was doing anything of that quality or that degree of detail. And I reviewed it years ago back on, on Mike's site, and I reviewed it at the time, and I was blown away by it. But looking at the new one next to it, it is a world of difference. I mean, it, it kind of almost makes the old one look like a Hasbro figure now. Mm. Um, I do love the articulation of the old ones because I've never had a problem with visual articulation. I collect action figures, you know, I don't collect uh, statues, so for me that's never been a big problem. Yep. I do like it to be disguised as well as it's possible. If it can, yeah. Exactly, but I'm, I'm not bothered by it. Um, but that said, these new ones do look so much more kind of uh, dynamic and kind of uh, more muscular and just bigger set, you know. Uh, in, in the film, these figures, uh, these characters were a, a kind of a, a jump away from the original ones. I mean, there was this whole backstory uh, in, obviously, in, in Predator and, and Predator 2 about there being a heat wave. The, the whole reason these creatures were visiting the planet was because it was really hot and it, it suited their uh, their kind of uh, genetic makeup. Whereas in AVP, all of a sudden, they're going to Antarctica and it's kind of like it's snowy. So I'm yeah, thinking, we're never sure about that, are we? Yeah, so I was always thinking, well, that's cool. I have no problem with that. You know, predators come from a home world. You know, there's going to be polar ice caps on that planet as well. I'm sure they're going to be ethnic different types of, uh, of predator in the same way as we've got different ethnic types of human. Uh, and that's kind of explored also in predators. So I think, you know, it's quite cool to have different people from different regions. The armors that they wear would be, uh, would, would kind of like, you know, express what region of the home world they come from. So again, I didn't have a big problem with that. But at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, now that they've revisited it, they really have just the fine tuning on the detail is, is just so much nicer. Uh, I mean, you, you, uh, I, you have scarred, uh, not scarred, you have... Um, I've got Celtic, you know, you're for, Celtic, obvious, for yeah. obvious reasons. Yeah, exactly, I've got both of them. Um, and, I mean, I, I didn't get Celtic the first time it came around, like I said, but I did on the second occasion, because it just looked so very cool. And the, one of the things that really drew me towards Celtic this time was that lovely bass as oh, well. Oh, I'm looking at it now, right here. Yeah, because that was miss... Uh, they didn't... Uh, Scar didn't come with the bass. I think the fact that Scar was a big enough draw, you know, he's, he's, the, he's, the, he's the hero he's predator daddy. of the movie. So, you know, they knew they were going to sell him. Um, so I suppose they thought, okay, we're going to have to chuck a little bit extra in for Kelty just to make him a bit more desirable. And they've got this beautiful base, um, which has kind of got the, the, the felled predator and, and some steps. Uh, and it's just a real... And, and skulls and, and human, human skulls and hieroglyphics, yeah, it's just really nice. Um, and, of course, you've got those interchangeable blades of different lengths that can yeah, fit onto, onto the gauntlets. Yeah, I often wonder how they even managed to extend that length, given the size of the gauntlet. Well, you know, we're talking about alien technology. It can do whatever it wants. I suppose, I suppose, <laughs> I suppose, I suppose it really could, yeah. I, I tend to not go into the, uh, the, the, all the things wrong with EVP. I just tend to watch it as a bit of a sugarcoat, a bit of eye candy. That's exactly how I feel about it. I actually, I know a lot of people hate it. I don't. I, I, I don't mind it for what it is. No, neither do I. I'm actually looking forward to watching it again because I got this video. Yeah. I, see. I, like I, I kind of feel the same way, and I know this is like, you know, this is heresy to some people, but I kind of feel the same way about Terminator 3. I don't look at Terminator 3 as almost belonging to the first two films. No, no. It's just a film that stands alone, and I quite enjoy it. If I just look at it that way, I enjoy it. Yeah, you're better off definitely watching that. And I think a AVP falls into that category. AVP 2 does not. Absolutely. That just doesn't exist, because that's... Whoa. But this... Well, what I, lo what I, what I love about, about, about this one is it's just... It's, 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 it's how imposing he is. Yeah. And just the amount of, like... I mean, the gun has got so many articulation points on it and things like that. There's, like, there's no shortcuts in any of this figure. I really, 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 really like 
every aspect of it is highly yeah. tuned, highly detailed. Um, yeah. it, if you have the, 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 the Berserker Predator or the, the Tracker Predator or any of the Predators from the movie Predators, you have a kind of an idea of what these are like. But I would even go so far as to say that I think the arms are probably the same as the Super Predator. Yeah. And I think the lower legs are the super predator, but I think those upper thighs and quads are unique. Yeah. Do you think I? I he he I, does seem a bit thicker set, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he is a far heavier dude. I mean, this is a heavy figure. I mean, sitting on your lap trying to watch him when you're, you know, sitting, having a cup of tea or whatever on your lap, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna weigh your hand down. So you're gonna yeah. be like, you know, doing some bicep curls with this dude. I'll tell you that much for nothing. And you know, it, it's the dreads are lovely and long. The amount of accessories you get them is quite unreal. I mean, you get blades, like endless amounts of blades. Then you get these other blades that actually come off the gauntlets that are meant to stay there, these double blades. He gets this cool throwing star, which doesn't quite fit into any of the hands, but if you're clever, you can actually maneuver one of the fingers, uh, one of the kind of pry one of the fingers apart, and you can actually kind of go into it in that sense. Um, but I got this one because... Two reasons, Celtic being Irish, we gotta have the Celtic. B, this particular Predator mask, I believe, was the actual original Predator mask they were going to use in the movie Predator. But at the last minute, they changed it to the flatter, very less detailed face. But this mask, this bio mask, was the original, original Predator mask. Because it resembles the Guardian mask, doesn't it? It resembles the That's Guardian right, yeah. Predator mask. It's a bit like that it's that same sort of same sort of detail and stuff so that's another reason why I wanted to get this because I had the Guardian and I kind of got rid of it because the Guardian had that older body and I, I sold off that so I, 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 I've just ended up getting this one from AVP because you know I mean Scar is awesome and stuff like that but I am running out of room in my Detolf I have yeah. all the other uh, Predators from Predators and I have the, um, the Predator 2 City Hunter one as well which is great if you're a Predator fan definitely pick up one of these yeah. Either the Scar or the or the or the the Celtic. I would lean towards the Celtic because it kind of embodies that movie a little bit better because of the base, and yeah. you know, it, again, just the base does separate it from the previous figure. And I, do you get more accessories with this one than Scar as well? I think you do. Yeah. I mean, I I, I haven't got the boxes with all the all the loose bits in front of me. Um, perhaps you do. I don't know. I mean, certainly when you take into account the base, then you know you get you're getting more bang for your buck. Uh, I have to admit, for me, I, I, I did read that this uh, this helmet design was one of the ones that was kind of like considered earlier on. Um, but I just I do love the simplicity of the the, the, the classic original Predator mask, those kind of like, those clean lines, yeah. which is why for me of the two, you know, Scar still just kind of like falls ahead. Um, but that said, I, I you know I think all the Predator helmets, you know, have, have been re- have been really you know yeah, well well considered, and well they? designed, and this is this is a particularly interesting. It's got a real kind of industrial design to it. It kind of looks like it's meant to do something. We don't know what it's meant to do, but it looks like it's meant to do something. Yeah, it's, it's nice and aggressive looking as well. Absolutely, it kind of looks almost like that tops. You know, like the mandibles are. Uh, Obviously, we know the way a predator's mandibles work. Mm-hmm. But when I look at the uh, the helmet design for this, I I always think that it looks like that front section would kind of where the nose is in effect. Yeah, yeah. Of, you think those little bottom pieces wrong? Would would, would kind of dr- would drop down and mechanically open up, so it could almost be like a, a head crusher that would just be a. <laughs> yeah. We never saw that, but yeah, I think it would be a really cool thing. That. It does resemble his anatomy a little bit, actually. Doesn't yeah. it? We should point out as well that the Celtic predator does come with two helmets. Both of them light up. One yeah. has got slashes across it. The other one is just clean. I've got all the slashes on it, so yeah, he's rocking. And you know, it's it's like you, you say there about you, you you prefer the scar, but I mean, if you have a predator one or even a classic predator from Predators, you kind of have that mask anyway. 
So, yeah. so this is why I kind of opted for this one because it's just this is, I, you know, I like having this is the more unique predator. Uh, if yeah. you have the other predators, this is going to be the more unique one, unless you've got yeah. the guardian, of course, in which case you know. But there are folks out there who've got every single one of the predators. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm just like so. So the, the original predator, the original AVP Celtic had wire in the. Uh, Wire the dreads. The dreads. Yeah. That must have been a bit of putzing, though. That was. It was, and uh, you know, I mean, looking back at the time, nobody had made anything of that degree of quality of a, of a predator figure. So it was, it was, you know, people loved it. But looking back, obviously, it's it's quite limiting because the, the the dreads do tend to stand out quite a bit unless you spend a lot of time bending each one in individually. The one thing it was really good for was if you did want to do, um, you know, an action pose. If he was kind of flailing around, you know, just about to throw his uh, his kind of discus, you could have the dreads all kind of standing out at the right angle, as if he was kind of like swinging round. Yeah. Uh, so you know, the, the, it was cool for that kind of posability. Um, but I much prefer these kind of like these these kind of rubber um, silicon heavy dreads yeah. that, that they're they cool. use now. And the funny thing is. For anybody that's been in here for a long haul, the when they originally did the uh, the Elder Predator from Predator Two, which has obviously become a bit of a, a grail for everyone. And yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the new one actually. Yeah, yeah there's a re-release coming out for that soon, so you know uh, it's going to make a lot of people very happy. But the original one they did for that, they just got the dread so right, and I think that's why that's one of the reasons it became so such a grail for people. It, they just came out of the head and hung at just the right angle, but just the right weight, and even when they followed it up with some of the kind of guardians and the other predators, etc. They never seem to capture just that right degree of no. weight and the way it hung. So I think that was why yeah, you know, the, one of the, the reasons last, it's the so last popular. Predator, the last predator I remember had the last predator had quite um, bushy mandibles and they weren't quite yeah. long. And he had this kind of draft neck going on. The Predator 2's dreads, while were, were, were long, tended to, again, stick out just a little bit too much. But they, they have really refined these now, starting, I believe, with, with the, the Berserker Predators. Yeah. And all, and all those dudes, the Super Predators, as they were called. I, th- I think yeah. by, by the time those dudes rolled around, they had nailed, all right, this is how we're going to do Predators. And, this, and they've kept with that same format now, with the same sort of body, same sort of level of articulation. And I think, yeah. it, I think it works wonderful. With the, with Absolutely. The I think they're abs- this, it's, it's an imposing as hell figure. Whatever you think about the movie, if you are a Predator fan... Again, highly recommend this. Highly, yeah. highly recommend this one. Okay, then. So, what did you want to discuss next, Mike? Actually, that, that, because I've pretty much, oh, I've only got one review myself to quickly cover, and that was the ACI Toys uh, Verus, or Animaeus, if you're keeping keeping tabs on these things. And, uh, you know, this it's a figure that bears a striking resemblance to Animaeus in the TV show Spartacus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Animaeus, of course, is one, was one of the really cool characters in that TV show. And again, this is ACI Toys doing what they do best, kind of historical figures again. And this is, again, just a slight slight improvement again over the last one. Um, the face sculpt is, 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 is tidier again on this. You know, it's a really nice kind of the nice skin texture on him. He's very realistic. And the, I, I, I just, I'm really, really liking what ACI toys are doing with their stuff. You know, I'm going to be a little bit biased, mm-hmm. of course, because I do do packaging for them and things. But still, these are these, these, these are nice. Because I didn't go near the caustic plastic ones because I, I was just, they just didn't anatomically look right to me because they had this, this really wide berth on the shoulders I didn't quite like. Whereas these guys are, you know, this guy's really cool. He's got, he's, he's got two, um, two full plates of armor on his hands, which slightly impede the articulation. I mean, you, you can still, you can still bend the arm all the way up, but the, um, the plates on the arm, if you, if you know how to get your gladiator's armor plates, they got um, they all, each different uh, gladiator's got a different type of armor plate in them to signify the 
they've all got different sorts of names and I'm mm-hmm. I'm letting people down here my lack of history on this but each gladiator's got a different there's a Domineo and a, they've all got different kinds of Italian or kind of a very Romanist type of names in, in what do they wear and if you're wearing a double armour he's got a particular name but mm. it, you know again these these are steel weapons I, I, I don't want steel weapons I, I genuinely don't because man if you because they don't come with stands so you stand them on the coffee table and you know he will stab the coffee table and it it, it, it it scrapes the coffee table. And you know, my girlfriend Ali, she's not too impressed when he scrapes the coffee table, so we can't be having that. But you know, the swords are very. It's got a nice stained steel. They look worn. They look battle ready. There's 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 a nice weathering on 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 the the cloth and stuff like that, and the detail on some of the armor. You know, it's not hot toys detail, but it, it's sufficient detail. It's an it's nice, substantial, well made detail. You know, on, on the greaves and. Um, Actually, just on the greaves. Oh, and uh, there's obviously Zeus on the shoulder pad there. But look at your devices, kids. You'll see pictures of him on there. Very nice figure, and I hope they do more. ACI toys are, are busting out Lord of the Rings now, so they're going to be really cool. Uh, they're going to be opening up the gate with a few really interesting figures, a couple of main characters as well, which the other companies haven't been able to do. So it looks like a- ACI are the ones to actually get the characters right. for uh, Lord of the Rings. So that's going to be very interesting, and they're also going to be doing some Spartans as well. And, cool. you know. I'm sold on that. So interesting times for for these unlicensed figures, I think. And I think it's 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 kind of, it's a cool little fertile playground, I think. Oh yeah. Speaking figures. of upcoming stuff, you know, the '66 Batman takes the you know my top uh, Holy Grail off the list. So earlier this year, I was thinking, well, my next Holy Grail on the list is Firefly. God only knows if I'll ever see that. And now we've got QMX doing doing Firefly. Ah, yes, I wanted to discuss that. So yeah, I, I'm not even sure. I saw one picture just just re- just recently, and it's like right, so. It, Tell us about this figure, Mike. Well, it's they're doing Malcolm Reynolds first, and he looks really good. Now, QMX has done had the had the uh, Firefly Serenity license for quite a while, doing other stuff. They did the really nice prop replica of Mal's gun oh, uh, that was very well, reasonably priced. Yeah, and they've done the ships. They do all kinds of ships in different scales. As a matter of fact, they have uh, another one of the Serenity. Um, based Firefly ships coming out fairly soon. And they're but when they do the ships, it's like the old days with, uh, oh, who are the guys that used to do the uh, Star Wars uh, stuff? Uh, blah, 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 blah. I'll Air think fits? of it in a... Uh, no, these, those are the, they're doing it now. They're before them. Anyway, um, they, they're doing ships that are in that, you know, a couple thousand dollars for a ship kind of range uh, for this stuff. Cause, and they've done all the Star Trek ships as well. They do beautiful work. It all lights up. It's just they're just gorgeous. Um, and they, they had announced last year at San Diego that they had a Malcolm Reynolds statue, um, which they're still doing, which is in six scale, but it's a statue. So when they announced, oh, it's only been a couple of months ago now, I think, uh, that they were doing an actual six scale figure. Everybody was pretty excited. And I know I've already, I've already got mine ordered. So um, they're supposed to start shipping before the end of the year as well. And they already have, they've teased with a head sculpt of Jane um, oh, really? as well. So yeah, so it looks like that you know, I, and I would expect for a smaller company like this, this line will do well. You know, I've this is another license I tried to get a number of companies to pick up over the years, uh, and they kept passing on it. So um, I think a smaller company like QMX is going to have no trouble finding enough brown coats to to pick up these figures, especially if they if they can do it at the same level of quality. I, they did say they're using a fairly standard body, uh, one of the industry bodies. Uh, I wouldn't. 
probably have too much of an issue with that for the men. They also said though that when they start they're they're hoping to do the female figures fairly early in the series yeah. and they can't find any sort of stock female figure bodies they like so they're they're thinking about doing something new for the for the female. That'll be, that'll be interesting. That'll so be that'll interesting. be interesting. Yeah, they they I yeah, it could be really um quite exciting. That'll, that'll knock another one off my list. That's this is a fine looking figure. This is a very nice looking figure. If this figure turns out to be as good as a prototype man and what was the price? It was it was not a bad price. One hundred seventy nine ninety five. Yeah, right in line with uh, you know what you're seeing at a sideshow, and uh, but that's, the quality looks like extremely it, good. The head sculpt looks very nice. Yeah, it's really, really, really good. I mean, uh, Trevor, Trevor's uh, Trevor Groves' head sculpt is pretty good. I wonder who sculpted that's this. this. Head. Oh, it is Trevor. That's this, what I heard. This. Trevor's doing this line for them. Yeah, oh, that's what I. Brilliant. Well, double check well, our facts and triple well, check our facts. But yeah, the last we'll time I checked, I think uh, that's what I heard that Trevor Groves. I think this is an updated version, though, from his last couple. I think this is a slightly more refined, this one. His lips are a little bit more accurate again, I think, than, than, than yeah. the last couple. I could be wrong. I'm up for it to think it, but he, he's, he pops, doesn't he? I mean, he screams Malcolm Reynolds, doesn't he? Yeah, he's very nice. He's and absolutely... the, the outfit looks like it fits well. It's well yeah, tailored. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh, let, let's I hope have it no does. I trouble because... thinking that they'll do the accessories well, because like I said, they've done the props well. They're yeah. the ones, the other prop replica, if you've seen it, is the one from Warehouse 13. Um... Um, the the what do they call that box thing? I only watched like two episodes of the show. No, Shame I don't know that one. Don't know that one. But uh, they've done I a have really nice set though. of replicas for that show as well. I have seen the gun. Yeah, this is a lovely figure. My God, if they did a full the full gang, it'd be great, wouldn't it? The whole yeah. lot. And I, th I I think these will sell well. This is a very good license to get. I mean, you know, everybody who liked Firefly is surely going to watch buy this. That's a, oh, I, I mean, think it's a good license too. I think that yeah, I think there's a lot of six scale collectors that are in that same boat that they they really like that show. I mean, you know, it's a good it, it's a crossover there between the kind of people who buy six scale figures and the kind of people who watch uh, Firefly. We've had other figures from other companies before, haven't we? Though for Firefly, and they weren't that great, were they? Has there been any? Oh no, they've been all bad. I mean, Diamond Select did a few really bad six inch figures. Yeah, you see it right. So there you go. I mean, and and Firefly fans see this. I mean, how could they? How how could you not? How how could you not? As Archer would say, you mean you do not? <laughs> oh, right. So there you go. Well, what did you want? To, oh, yeah. Oh, yes, and of course, on uh, actually on Sideshow Freaks, you can actually see the the prelim sculpt for uh, for Jane as well. My God, that's good. Yeah, uh, that nice. that looks like Trevor. I guess it's Trevor again, isn't it? We assume maybe. I think it is Trevor. <sighs> My God, that boy's got the skills, doesn't he? I'll tell you. We'll have to get him on to discuss this. Have to get him on again to discuss this. Actually, uh, yeah, very excited for this figure. When's this one out? This one's going to be out. Uh, they're talking about before the end of the year because they they do there's a if you pre-order it through their site, uh, it comes with an additional accessory. So, uh, but they don't charge you until they're going to ship. So they you can't actually pre. It's this deal where you sign up to pre-order and then they let you know when the pre-order goes up. Cool. Anyway, because they they'll charge you as soon as the pre-order goes up and they don't want to charge you until they actually have figures shipping over here. Good call. Good call. Um, so they're they're talking August September for the figures to start shipping. Sweet. Over I'm, here, I'm, and then it would probably take a little while through customs. So I'm gonna get them. Yeah, yeah, it'll probably take us. We probably won't be able to get them in time for dinner. Now you can buy them without the. You can already order them from other retailers without the extra accessory. There's lots of retailers who have them up for sale. Okay, cool. Well, he's expected to ship Q3 2014. Price 179.95. And it comes, the QMX Direct Exclusive is the Lassiter Laser Pistol. Which is like a boxy kind of laser pistol type of thing. But yes, but you know, mm. order, you know, be triple in pre order for most of the other retailers as well, probably including our sponsors as well. I'll have to check out with Sven and Troy to see if they're getting this one in. You know, we'll, we'll, I'm, I'm sure they probably will. So we'll I think they are. 
Ah, cool. There you go then. Cool. Right. What's next, then, Mac? What would you like uh, to talk about? The only other next? thing I wanted to mention was the, another upcoming is Tyrion. I was oh, going to see. Are you yes. are you going to be picking that up? Oh yes, absolutely. All right. Let's find the website paid for that so we can discuss them a little bit. So who's making that one? Oh, that's, that's three zero. Three three A. Is it three A or three zero? I, I thought it was three zero, but I get confused. Is it three zero? Because it seems like three zero is the ones doing more of the licensed product. And three air like the Walking Dead arty ones. Yeah, so I think. But three zero Tyrion figure. Here he is. Images for three zero Tyrion figure. There he is. Absolute. And he looks awfully good too. Yeah, he is absolutely excellent looking. He really is. We were, we've only been discussing about TV licenses a few episodes ago. I'm hoping that you know some of these companies will wake up and, and get, start and, get doing, and, yep. and start doing them. And now they are. It's absolutely brilliant. This Tyrion is going to be great. Uh, do we have any idea how much he's going to cost? Uh, yeah, he's already up for order, right? So it's is like he? 170 or something. Yeah, through three zero site. Uh, okay, I'm actually trying to find. I think that's three the only zeros. place you can order him. Okay. He's wicked. I mean, well, let's see. What does he come with? Let's have a little gander what he comes with, boys and girls. Sorry for the delay. Let's see. Oh, he comes with a couple of changes of hands. He comes with a book, a wine goblet. And I guess that's all he kind of needs, really, isn't it? You know. Uh, well, I'd like to see him come with a knife, even though it's not, you know, the cat's paw. <laughs> Since it was oh, kind yeah. of a, a key. Oh, the, uh, a he never actually there. carries it in the show, but... Oh, is, is that part of his character in the books? I haven't read the book, so is that part well, of his Well, it's character? in the show, too. Remember, it's the knife used to attack Bran. Oh, they tie right. it back to Tyrion, and then Catelyn's going to try to kill him over it. <laughs> no, this, it's a very nice, it's, it's a fine sculpt as well. It's getting very exciting. Sculptors, man, I'm telling you. Well, and thing. I like that they fact that they went after, let's face it, he is the most popular character on the show. Yeah, you just, if you're going to have one, make He's him. also a difficult figure for them to do because of the, the need for the shorter body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like they just went for the easy, you know, let's pick the easy, let's do Ned because, you know... Yeah, he's a big dude in armor. Ned or Jon Snow, or Hot the Hound, to, or you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they made him. They would have had to work really hard actually, kind of to miniaturize the body a little bit, wouldn't they? A little. Still, I mean, you know, you'd think he'd cost a little bit cheaper, because you know, a bit smaller, and all that. You'd think he'd be a little bit cheaper in the price, but you know. Oh no, he is. Hold on. No, hold on. It says 120 bucks here. Oh, there you go. From Entertainment Earth. So cool. There you, there you go. So 120 bucks. So he is actually cheaper than uh, than Malcolm. Reynolds. Than a regular one, yeah. I'm I'm wondering that uh, generally three zero don't tend to be of a. St- we haven't seen QMX yet. I mean, I have no three zero figures. Do you? Yeah, I have the Walking Dead. You have the walk. You have the two zombie dudes. The zombies. That's right. Yeah. You've got the two zombies. And 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 what's the quality of them like now compared to Hot Toys? I mean, where 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 do you see the the rankings here between like uh, you know the, what QMX are doing and and uh, what the three are doing and Hot Toys? Well, it's a little tough to tell with the zombies exactly, because let's face it, the zombie sculpts are a little easier to do. I, yeah. I, I couldn't do shit, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's me saying that, but, you know, when you're trying to capture a human likeness, a person that we see all the time, regularly, and we know what they look like, it can be very difficult. When you're doing monsters, it can. I think it's a little simpler because you can exaggerate some of the details and make it clearly monstrous. So the the zombies are great. I mean, they're very gory. They look like they do on the show. Uh, there's a lot of work in the body and the arms, a lot of texturing, a lot of a nice gore going on there. Uh, the paint jobs are real nice. There's not a lot of clothing again, right, because they're only wearing the pants and the boots. So it's not like there's a lot of clothing to judge it off of. The backpacks do look good. 
Um, the price was right. I think the zombies were down around 120 each or 100 each, somewhere in that neighborhood. Right. Um, so they weren't terrible. They were properly priced for what you're getting. Um, but we'll see. You know, I'm really keen to see in that license. I think the next one up is Merle. I think. Oh really? Um, so so we'll actually get a real you know something a likeness that we really want to see if they can nail that likeness or not. Oh, we've so it's, seen it's, head sculpts going around the film, though, haven't we? On, on some of the forums, haven't we? Yeah, they had a they had a mural at the SDCC yeah. last year. At San Diego uh, Comic Con. Yep, they had one there. Um, and it looked pretty good. Now, again, it was a real early prototype. So I'm hoping that at this Comic-Con we see a lot more from them, uh, and hopefully we'll get some announcements more on you know what's next on the Game of Thrones license. Actually, yes. Well, I was, I was going to be bringing my next question for you, because this is obviously our pre-San Diego Comic-Con episode, and we'll have another episode after Comic-Con to discuss some of the reveals and stuff like that. But what are you looking forward to see from... Uh, and I guess... Well, I guess we'll see the exclusive. Hot Toys have uh, released some exclusives, haven't they? We have we have a new Predator, we have a new Joker, and we have a new what? Iron Man. Iron which, Man. I forget which suit it is. Oh, it's yeah, it's it's he's a, he's he's basically a Mark Seven with chunkier legs and a different paint job. Yeah. And and although we it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a topic, and obviously you see on Hot Toys' um, Facebook pages, a lot of people tend to get very. Uh, and they get very mean and, and bitter and say, "Oh, what, 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 why, why are we, why are you releasing this?" And I've got a very kind of quick answer to that. It's like I'm always a little relieved sometimes yeah. when these exclusives come out because it's like, "Oh, this isn't a must-have for me." But I yeah, think I, you... I don't quite understand the reaction because it is like that. It's like, well, you know, if they made something everybody absolutely had to have, ninety percent of you are going to be disappointed because you're not going to get it. And furious, and even more angry. Right? Yeah. So why why are you disappointed that they're releasing something that's hard to get? So that you don't have to worry about getting it. I mean, you want the heart. The, you want the thing that you really want to be something that gets a little wider release. So I'm cool with it. I the I will admit that the Joker really, uh, 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 it's almost like an April Fool's joke. Yeah, it does. Like, you look at it and you another go, another one. Yeah, and and what am I getting this time that I didn't get last time? Um, whereas at least with Ancient Predator, which I think of the three is my favorite. I think the Ancient Predator, agreed, agreed. Uh, you know, has some cool accessories. It's a cool look. I think that one is one that I might have to get. Uh, the other two is is as crazy of a Batman fan as I am. I don't. I look at that Joker and think, meh. Yeah, yeah. It's a, 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 a to three of them are which actually, is good. <laughs> it, it is. It is. It is a relief because it's like you know. I remember like two years ago it was we the people were scrambling over Commissioner Gordon. Our, our uh, pro, uh, the Jim Gordon, the Jim Gordon yep. figure, and the World War Two Captain America, you know, and people were like going nuts. It's like, how come these are these are vital characters and stuff? And then you see some of the groups and things that have people wanting like Raz Al Ghul and you know some of these other ones for like. But it's like, but these are like me. Why give a good character like that away as an exclusive? Do a very. I like having exclusives being a variation. So unless you're a diehard. You, you'll want that. And, you know, if I was a diehard collector, I'd, I'd probably have that Predator as well. If I was a diehard, uh, I, mean, I like my Predators, but I probably won't get that one. It is cool. You get a cool alien on a pike, on, yep. a, on his spear, so that's pretty badass. You do get the same base as you do with the Celtic Predator, which we discussed right. earlier. You know, so it's a, uh, it, it, these are all pretty, pretty nice exclusives. But do you think we'll actually, Hot Toys don't actually do any big reveals, though, at San Diego Comic Con. Do you think they might buck that trend at any stage to save anything special? They tend to save the big stuff for their Asian cons, really. Yeah, they tend to. Uh, I don't think we'll really see anything big. They probably won't announce anything big. It would be nice, though, if they would at least do that, at least, you know, to, to break that habit and and throw us a bone here at San Diego. Yeah, it would be nice. It would be nice to get a look at her and get, get, get someone over. I think they need, like, an, uh, an ambassador. You know, Hot Toys ambassador in the U.S. That's right. Us. 
Get us. We'll be fine. Just just pay us. We'll be... As you had a uh, war a war patriot, <laughs> Iron Patriot, uh, in the ED209 picks on your website, nwctoys.com, I think we should nicely segue into Iron Patriot. And then I can, we can, uh, we yeah, can you'll remember I, I reviewed War Machine. That was the first of the, the metal yeah. figures that I got, even though he's not really first in the series. I think he's second. But yeah, um, yeah, he was. Uh, and, and I said then, when I, with War Machine, well, we've already got a War Machine that's, you know, got a roadie sculpt with it. Um, do you really need it just because it's metal, right? It wasn't really a new uh, suit that we weren't getting in any other format. With Iron Patriot, right, we're getting a new suit, right? We don't we don't have another good Iron Patriot. This one, you do get a roadie sculpt, which is a really nicely done one. Um, and it is just astounding how well designed that figure is. Right now, it's one of my favorite figures of the year. It's just uh, the, the, the way they've managed to up the ante again on some of the joints. For example, with the War Machine... Um, uh, I think Jeff and I both mentioned back then that you can pull the legs and arms down. So you pull on them a bit, and they pop down to give you more range of movement in the oh, hips and the shoulders. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this one, the Iron Patriot, but but it was a little it was a little sketchy. Like you'd pull on the leg, and you think, eh, "Am I going to yerk this right off?" You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't want to go crazy here. With the Iron Patriot, they've got a button on his butt. You really? push the button in, and it re- kind of releases the legs, so it's much easier to pull them down. And then you push the button again, they snap back up in. So it's a, it's even a better design Whoa, in terms of those joints. That's good engineering there. Uh, uh, that's yeah. not on the previous war machine. Right. That's It's not on the other one, which is a No, not on the other one. You could pull the legs down, but it didn't have that button. Oh, right. Oh, crikey. So they've yeah. actually upgraded. Yeah, so they've actually improved with Iron Patriot. And and it's a beautiful paint job. I mean, it really is. There's yeah, just I the right do. amount of, of wear and tear. Um, it's really eye-catching. And, you know, you've got so much red and, and gold and, and, and steel in the other Iron Man suits, this is really sets itself out from the Iron, other Iron Man suits as well. Yeah, I, so I, it's a gorgeous figure, and the lights all work fantastic. You know, in the past, I've complained about some of the lights. They are they are very hard to get to at times. Yeah, uh, and I'm still not real super keen. This one, like War Machine, has the light in his head. Where you have to pop the little top cap off of his head, yeah, and then you can get to both the switch and the compartment. And I'm a little worried that over time, you know, that's not something you're going to want to do all the time. No. but this time, both the back is easy to get to, and the hands. Um, so, so at least those lights are a lot easier to get to, and it'll be something you might use more often. I'd love to see them use. You know, they they uh, just gave us that uh, the RoboCop has the remote control. Yeah, I'd love to see them do that with the lights. Give oh, us a remote control for the lights, wouldn't it be so, cool? so I don't have to do that. Then I can actually every time I you know show somebody the figure, I'm going to be more likely to pop those lights on. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think it's every hot toy collector's dream that all if you had a universal control for all of your Iron Mans and you could just light wouldn't them that all be cool? Boom. There you go. They're all lit up. Oh, it'd be so cool. Because seriously, by the time you actually took out all of your Iron Man's, lit them up, and put them back into the case again, your batch would be running out in the first one, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. They don't last that long. No, they don't last. They don't last that long at all. But there you go. And while we're on the Iron Man's, we'll we'll get into uh, the Power Pose Iron Man Mark sixty five Red Snapper. That is wow, right. is he that high? He's, yeah, he's Mark, Mark 45, 60, 65? He's a big 65. number. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm looking at three tens and a V here. Three X's and a V. That's Oh no, that's 35. 35. There you go. 35, 35. Oh, I blame oh. the educational system. Oh, I, that's it. Our educational system is terrible. Can't even speak properly. Look at me. Listen to me. Terrible. There you go. Right. Right. So, so yeah, the red snapper. He's a power pose, which you know the last power pose we got had extra arm and an extra leg, and you swapped them in and out to get the different poses. Yeah. Um, and you know the I I commend Hot Toys on the power pose idea because you know if you're if you're trying to get 
The first one was a suit we've already got. So it's really, you know, for people who couldn't afford perhaps the, the regular suit, the regular figure. Uh, but this time around, Red Snapper's a big guy. He's, you know, a couple of inches taller than the rest of them. Um, he's got a lot of bulk. Um, and so I suspect they were doing it to try to keep his price point in line with what would be a regular Iron Man suit, you know, that $250 range. Yeah. Now, unfortunately. Yep. Um, whereas they didn't want to start charging 350 or 400 for a complete Red Snapper that's as fully articulated as the others. Um, but this is a this is a well articulated figure. I was expecting the same sort of thing, you know, pop some different limbs on and and you get different poses. But that's not the case. He's actually pretty well articulated. It's not at the same kind of level that you're getting with a regular Iron Man suit. You know, it's not at that extreme level. But you can get decent poses out of him, including the arms, and and it really looks like one of the other Iron Man suits. So it fits in fine with the rest of the the uh, the display. It's not like you'll buy him, set him up there, and somebody will go, hey, that one looks like he's not the same as the other ones. Yeah, the pictures, the pictures look really nice. You can spread out the legs. Yeah, can... yeah, the hips are fairly well articulated. The knees are pretty good. Um, the elbows are a little restricted because it is a funky design. Yeah, yeah. The claws, you know, they move, and the shoulders are pretty good. Those the the shoulder armor snaps up out of the way again like you'd expect. What's kind of cool with the hips is the the armor that covers the front of the thigh. yeah is on springs, so you can kind of push it down and then move the leg up further into a deeper stance and then let it go, and it, it'll pop up against the, uh, the the hips. Cool, cool. So that'll that's sort of like the same thing with, you know, pulling the leg down. It gives the, the joint a little bit greater range of movement. How heavy is he compared to... He's lightweight. He's lightweight, so he's all plastic. All he's plastic. lightweight. He's all plastic. He's, he's lightweight. Now, with these power pulse figures, are they the same material as the figures? Because the busts, uh, the busts often feel like the same material as the figures. Do. Yeah, I think the majority of the plastic is the same material. There's, there's, it feels a little less. Um, it, there's left heft to it, so I'm not sure exactly if there's. Um, you know, I've never busted down an Iron Man figure, so I'm not exactly sure what we have at our core in terms of a skeleton underneath there. Yeah. I suspect that perhaps the skeleton is a little thinner, lighter, less substantial. On the, on, than, on the, on than the, what you get with a fully articulated figure. I mean, he's, probably he's, due to the lack of articulation. He's pretty much so. He's, he's pretty much a figure, but yeah, he's a figure. More he, so than I had expected him to be. He's more of he's more of a figure than a statue, then essentially, yep. isn't he? Oh, absolutely. And I really like the armor. It's a cool idea. When I got it, and I could actually look at the feet and the hands, they actually look like a regular Iron Man suit with like extensions. You know, yeah. it's like. The feet are bigger and the arms are bigger, but the rest of it reminds you of a regular suit. So um, I really like the design, too. And he's different enough looking as well from the others as well. Yeah. Which I quite like. I think Red Snapper is definitely one of the ones that you would at least consider by maybe not necessarily the other ones. And the space one. The space one looks pretty cool. They're making well, astronaut that suits. You know, as Jeff said before, astronaut suits are always damn cool. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll definitely be talking about the astronaut suit when that one comes out. So I'm sure you'll be getting that one. Europe listeners, look no further than space. Space, search for popular action figures and collectibles ends. The best service possible and steady accessibility by email and telephone is one of the top priorities at space. They carry a wide range of collectibles, not only from major brands like Sideshow, Hot Toys, Enterbay, NECA and McFarlane, but they also specialize in the exotic and small manufacturers. 
A very important department to them is their 1-6 scale section, which is currently getting bigger and bigger, offering lots of clothes, bodies, head sculpts and accessories. Hot Toys is of course one of their specialities, so you can pre-order all newly announced figures from their web store. They often have Hot Toys figures in stock earlier than any other dealers. They are also the best source in Europe for convention exclusives. Space loves what they do, so you can depend on them for secure packaging, ensuring your items reaches you in mint condition. In-stock items get processed normally the same day. Pre-ordering customers will be notified in advance once an item arrives in stock and before it gets shipped. Space is located in Germany and offers clearly arranged shipping flat rates to all European countries. On most destinations you can even get free shipping. For EU customers this of course means that you will not be surprised by any customs visa or import taxes. Space is serving us collectors with the finest items for over 15 years. If you are located anywhere in Europe, do go to Space. www.space-figures.com Just before we finish up the show, I just wanted to like discuss one of your opinions on... Because um, you're seeing a lot of... Uh, and it's, it's something that I'm very scared about doing, but it's like, ooh, sometimes it works out really well modding your figures yes. and in particular you're seeing people uh, modding their capes mm-hmm. be it on their Man of Steel be it on their Dark Knight or be it on their 89 Batman and mm-hmm. uh, admittingly you know some of them are easier to mod than others you know you, I mean for instance I'm, I'm, I am going to seek out a new Batman cape there's a guy called uh, Tony May he makes, makes really nice capes and stuff so check mm-hmm. him out I think, his, I think his name is Tony May. M-E-I is his last name anyway. Right. And he does some really nice capes. And he's just done a, an, an 89 Batman cape. And it's it just falls perfectly like the way you want it to. So it doesn't, it's not the big poofy, mm-hmm. futzing for eternity, get to look anyway decent cape that you have with the original. So I'm, I think I might splash out on that. But the, the Superman one is like, ooh, that involves a bit of scalping. And a bit of scalpel and cutting away, and and I'm I'm like oh I, I I don't know, but and I wonder do you devalue your figure even if it does look better and it's it's your 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 repair job is is flawless, are you devaluing your figure and where where do you stand now in your years of experience where do you stand on on modding figures to make even if to make them look better and whatnot what do you think? Uh, I think there's absolutely no again you got to keep in mind the craziness of collectors. Um, I, I I don't think there's any doubt. There should be no doubt in anybody's mind that they're devaluing their figure when they mod it. Um, now, whether that matters or not is a whole different story. Uh, because let's face it, the crazy collectors are so crazy right now. You can find plenty of eBay auctions out there where they care if you've got the stupid outside cardboard mailer. Right? Yes, we've they care that, that that's never been the seal has never been broken, right? Like some sort of ancient ruin. Yes. Um, so if they're that crazy, uh, yeah, you you start cutting up your figure to put a new cape on it. They're not going to think it won't matter how good it looks. It, what matters is it's not original. Now, personally, I open all my stuff anyway. I don't really, you know, I'm not concerned about that. I will say though that I like it original. You could argue this is sort of like guys with cars too, right? Do you like all original parts or do you want it modded to look cooler? Um, And so personally, I like my figure to be the way I got it originally. Um, Me too. If it's something I don't have to – I can go back and forth like the the Tony May cape. If I can buy the cape, I pop the cape on. It looks better. I can always pop the other cape back on. I have no problem with that whatsoever. But if I start looking at changing it you know, where it can't – be fixed. I can't go back to the original. Then that's probably not something I'm going to do. Fair enough. I understand that. I, I have to admit, the cape on the Man of Steel does look better with the mod. 
it does yeah, look- it does look better. And I again, I can completely understand why people do it. It, it you know, if you're if you're buying your man's deal for you, and you're gonna, it, it's kind of like you know, uh, you'll see people tell you what to do with your house. Don't do this to your house because it's not worth as much yeah, when I'm you resell your thing, house. Yeah, yeah, I'm living in the thing. I I, I want it to look nice for me. <laughs> I don't get, care if I, you know, when I go to sell it. It's the same thing with Man of Steel. If I care about what it looks like in my display case, and I have no intention of ever really selling it, then I should do what I feel makes it look best. I wholeheartedly agree. Well, I take a swig of my water there, and folks get to hear that. I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm like you. I don't, I like my figures the way they are. I don't. If I can pop a like some of my massive universe classics. Um, my friend Matt, um, Zombie Hannah on the on the push boards and a few other boards. But my friend Matt O'Toole, he makes amazing uh, custom heads for for Masters Universe figures. And and you know I did you know I did pop off my King He Man figure and put up put his figure his head on it because it just looked so much better. And I'm, I it's, I rarely do it, but I'm I'm finding myself now with with things that I can easily interchange. I will maybe opt for something on, on the customized level if it's particularly cool and I feel it adds something. But on 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 the Hot Toys, I'm I'm, I I I know that Superman cape looks better, but I'm I'm too nervous to do it, and I don't like to devalue my a hot toy like that. It's just so expensive, you know. And I, well, I, part I, of the reason I wouldn't do it is I would probably screw it up. So <laughs> exactly, and I'm, I'm I'm afraid of doing that. I mean, I'm good with a scalpel, you know. I went to design school, you know. We did all that stuff. We did our typography by hand back when oh back when I was a chap. We were doing typography by hand, I'll tell you. And we used to do scalpels like mad. And uh, just before we go, what are you looking forward to? From San Diego Comic Con this year, what are you? What are you going to? What are you going to be hitting? Over to well, I do think we'll see some interesting stuff from Sideshow. You know, they always do the re- they do some really oh, cool yeah. that we normally don't get. So we'll have to see what they're doing with Star Wars. We got some cool reveals last year with Star Wars. You know, we haven't even seen all that stuff yet. Yeah, uh, like the Tauntauns, and um, so so I'm really hoping we see some cool reveals on that side. Uh, I'm hoping you know I collect everything, so I'm looking at Toynami and hoping they're doing more Futurama stuff. Um, I'm looking at um, some of the 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 Batman lines from other companies like uh, Yamato and, and uh, uh, some of the Japanese work. Uh, I hope we see some cool stuff. And I hope Tree Zero gives us more with both Game of Thrones and Walking Dead. I, re- I really want to see at least a couple of more figures. I'd love to see a Michonne since they gave us the, the zombies. I'd love, love to see what their Michonne would look like. Oh, yeah. she'll be. I, I've, if I was to get a, a set of Walking Dead figures, I think I'd like Michonne and the two zombies, and I'd definitely like to get Rick and Carl. Yeah, you know, I, I think especially Rick. I just think Rick, Rick just embodies the TV show so well. I mean, and, and Michonne probably as well, but you know, Rick holding that gun in that particular angle in the way that he does, you know, that would just look boss in your collection. So I think we'll probably on our next episode, we'll probably you'll probably be back from San Diego. Yep. Probably pooped and tired. It's about and, three weeks from now, right? Is it three weeks? Yeah. yeah so uh, we, two and a half we, weeks, something like that. Two, two and a half weeks. We may or may not get another episode. We both knowing us in summer holidays. That that's one of the reasons, kids, that we don't have uh, as many podcasts as one because it is just difficult to get all of us together because everyone's got family and kids and all this stuff. Believe I explained earlier. I'm always repeating myself these days. But yeah, so hopefully on our next episode we'll have a a San Diego Comic Con recap and we can discuss all sideshow and the three reveals. We we have our fingers crossed that Hot Toys might give us a couple of reveals, but you know we're not going to hold our breath. Maybe they don't like Americans too much. I don't know. It's annoying just to have that couple of reveals. So, until next time, kids, this is Eamon O'Donoghue signing off. And Michael Crawford. Jeff Parker. Let's leave it till next time. There you go, kids. So, see you on the upside. Have a good one. Good night. Cheers. Bye.